This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Sorry, I got I got a message on the phone. Just bear with me. Testing, testing, one, two. Is that working? Yes. Are you sure that's working? Positive. I've noticed for recent weeks that the levels have been all wrong. I think they're right now. Well, we'll see. You have spent the last half hour just telling me about a shirt you bought. Yeah, I know. Hello, coming up on the show today, we have... How do I say this, please, not? Sorry, what now? How do I say it? Kian Toomey on the phone. Kian Toomey on the phone, talking about his new book, Go Fuck Yourself, Kian. Kian, yeah. Um, Yep, that's the first guest. Then at three fifteen we have Daniel M. Jones, aka Maud. Oh, what the fuck is going? What, Star Wars what's this thing, about? Isn't it? I Maud thought you'd know this. Oh, is that his Star Wars name? I think so. Yeah. Maud Hayhall on the phone, philosopher, scientist, and musician. In two thousand and seven, he founded the. It's good the little essay you put here for an oh, intro. Go on. He founded the Church of Jediism, yep. promoting new book, Become the Force: Nine Lessons on How to Live as a Jediist Master. Nine. Nine lessons. Nine lessons. Yeah. Uh, let's be quick interview. So Nat has flapjack stuck in her tooth. I do, I'm going to be picking it out. She's got flapjack stuck in her tooth. Mm -hmm. Whoever he is. to the show um, we were having a private conversation mm. then, and I'm really worried that it went to her no no you wouldn't I was trying to clear something with Nat to talk about and I didn't know whether it was alright but I've just broadcast it anyway potentially no um, another week Nat another week another day yeah another award for me by the way oh wh- congratulations another award nomination oh nomination sorry which, which can't one can't move for the bloody things now which one it was a mind M- mind the charity yes yeah yeah, for, for award for, for the mental pod. Yeah, for the yes. mental podcast. Yeah, yeah, what category? Um, Best podcast. No, it's got a weird name. Something champion, digital champion. Okay. Well, digital champion award for the mental podcast. Nat. Okay. Well, so I, I kind of feel like I've won it anyway. Can I vote for you? I, d- I don't believe it's a public vote. Well, why do we keep doing that? Neither of the two awards I'm up for presently are up for a public vote. I'm I'm quite happy with that. Right. I'd rather have somebody that knows what they're on about vote on it. That's what I mean. Why than, can't I vote? Yeah, rather than a popularity contest mm-hmm. between who's got the most Twitter followers, yeah. I'd rather have that. So, yeah. um, I mean, I'm not overly fussed about awards anyway. But if you want it, it wouldn't be horrible. Would um, it? I think these two, the one for the Parapod, the um, Ockham Award, is one that I desperately want to win. Like, I actually do desperately want to win that because for a joke, that's very funny. Okay. And the Mind one is that's kind of like that's quite a nice thing in it for something oh, that really? I did off my own back. Yeah. But. 
Um, the, neither of them are comedy awards, so that's why I'm I'm more than happy with them. Okay, I'll do a spell. Don't feel you can. Ju- you, you, I beg your pardon. Well, since I, since the, um, Andrew O'Neill came in, I've you know been dabbling with some things. Have you? What have you been doing? Just some spell. I bought some spell cards. How now. did Andrew O'Neill do in Edinburgh, by the way? Do he did. Know? He did do it. Yeah. Yeah. Did all right. I think so. Yeah. I haven't. Okay. I, haven't I haven't seen him since. He didn't to, win any awards or anything. Like I that. didn't see. He should have put it out there. That's what I mean. So oh, well, I it's that sort of thing. Of, I'm not. I'm saying that Andrew's. I like Andrew's, but good, I'm not yeah. saying he's the sort of boy that would necessarily put it out to the cosmos to win an award. But you'd think, wouldn't you, you when power. you're putting that much in, if that did work, it, you know, if the black magic thing did work, yeah. and it, and you're investing that much in a fringe run, that you'd go, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to put it. I'm going to kill a frog. Um, just and then you'd also do that so you didn't actually spend any money. You'd go, oh, I'll put that out there. Yeah, kill a fly. So yeah, I yeah, I'll, kill, I'll kill a fly so that I, I make loads of money. Yeah. I don't lose any money going to Edinburgh. Yeah, and I'll kill a giraffe to make sure that my book does well. Well, I'll I'll do a spell for you. What I'm saying to... is, is if his book doesn't do well, and well, it's, it's, you do well to have a book out full stop. But if his book doesn't sell, you know, ten record copies, then mm. I'm doubtful on whether his spells work. Oh. If his Edinburgh Friends show wasn't didn't get five stars across the board, I'm doubtful that but maybe Black Magic works. he doesn't want to use it in that way. He wants to use it for... Yeah, that's bollocks, isn't it? Mm. Because he's, cause you've already shown, haven't you, by doing a show about it, that you're happy to y- utilise Black Magic for your career. Yeah. So by doing the show, you've already established that it's not beyond touching. It's like, no, I'm, I'm going to put it in the show. So it's okay. all, So, you know, it's not sacred... Because okay. you're already utilising it for your career. So if you're utilising it for your career, surely you would also utilise it to sell all your tickets and to get five-star reviews and all the rest of it and get um, tele- television special because of it. So all I'm saying is, is if none of those things happen with Andrew, um, I am saying that not that he's a failure at all, because he's an amazing comic, Andrew. He's very, very good. I am saying that the black magic is bollocks. Okay. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. But what I'll do for you is... Proven bollocks because it's not worked. No, but wait, because you haven't seen my magic yet. Um, is I've not seen your magic yet. No, that sounded kind of sexual. I can't, it? Yeah, there was something kind of sexy about that. Like you were talking about your um, downstairs smile. And I've never heard you say that. I don't mind that. Actually. That's we, your magic. We found something that no, I don't I'm going to refer to it as your magic smile. from now on. Please, Nat's please magic. call it my magic. Nat's mucky magic. We're going to call mucky. it. It's not mucky. It's very. It's That's very. That's filthy very, magic. Definitely not. Well, it's not filthy. Actually, it's pristine. It's uh, Nat's lovely. revolting magic. Can eat food off it. That's that's unclean, revolting magic. It's definitely not that. Well, no, but what I'll do is, because I've got these cards now, these spell cards, all I need to do is pop one under my pillow and then dream about you winning an award. It's in the bag. Or anything that I want, really. Like, I dreamt about flapjacks. You, one, you text me the other night to say over something that we've been talking about, and you said that, um, because of my reaction to something that you like me now. I didn't. That's not what I said. You did. I find it. It's not how I phrased it. <laughs> well, no, don't read it out. No, not, but because it's over a private no, but thing. I'll tell you, tell you exactly how I phrased it. It was. Uh, I really like you more as a person now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what? Because what, that was such a. I mean, I like you anyway. Because I only got that in the morning. Because I was, I was, uh, I was beholden to something. On went really wrong on Saturday night. Okay. Like really wrong on Saturday night. This was Friday night. Well, Saturday. Uh, sorry, Friday. Friday night. Friday went wrong. Full stop. Actually. I had to pull a gig because I wasn't well. Oh. And then... Diviculitis. In the, no. And then in the evening, I... Um, head, it was head thing. Um, and then in the evening, I uh, got myself out of the house. I was like, I'm going to get out. I don't want to stay in the house. So I, I went out somewhere else and ended up... I'll tell you, I can just tell you what it was. It was Brian Gittins. I went to see Brian Gittins. Oh, OK. OK, who's on the show next week? Next week, he's right. on the show. If he answers the phone tonight. Well, I, I can't rule anything out no. on this show. But um, yeah. So I went to see Gittins in Banbury... Oh, I was yeah. like, okay, I can it's go. A nice and, uh, place. Yeah, I was like, I can go and do that. That's okay. I'm not doing my gig now, so 
it'd be quite nice and it's, it's you know it's not taxing in terms of it's not intelligent comedy <laughs> do you know what i mean it's yeah. like it's fucking stupid so i was oh, like yeah. that'll be okay saw the show the show was wonderful and then uh after the show i was having a chat uh with david david Dale. Uh, david brian. brian yeah um had a chat for a little bit caught up so i'm not seeing him for a while and uh we spoke actually that week because his video came did you see his I film i haven't seen it yet holy no. fuck it's good is it a short one it's 10 minutes okay, well, maybe 11 that, like proper good can you tell me what it's about it's about Brian Gittins uh, living alone in a in a house in sort of in a rural area in the middle of nowhere and that he had a, a dark period where he built a robot okay that's good that's so it's solved. about his relationship with his robot okay he's been going around with that robot for years okay. called Charles Petrescu the robot's called I, me and Ed interviewed him once on a podcast that we never released. I was speaking to him about it the other night because I was saying, because he thought it wasn't really, he thought it was rubbish. And I was like, no, it's because we were rubbish in the rest of the podcast. But the interview was brilliant and we were holding it back for another show to put it, drop it to another show. And then we stopped doing the podcast. Mm. Um, so he turned up with that robot then. It's just fucking stupid. Like, it's really stupid. But the film is beautiful. Like, really, really emotive, really funny, really sort of amazingly shot. And, yeah, it was fantastic. Well, I don't know why I started telling you that. But, yeah, that's it's called Charles Charles and Brian, it's called. Okay. And um, Oh, Brian and Charles, it's called. And uh, it's on YouTube. It's really, really good. Anyhow, so I was chatting with him, catching up and stuff. And I'd not, so I'd not seen him since me and Ed interviewed him. That's mm-hmm. the last time we were in the same room together. So we had a, ch- a chat and the rest of it. And... <clears throat> Somebody asked him to move his car because he was blocking an entrance. So he went to move his car. His car wouldn't start, and uh, his car remained not starting forever. Oh. Um, and I, I, I drove him home. All right. Okay. It's a long way. Yeah, I think I know where he, where yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah, 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 it's quite a long way from you. Because he was going to get a taxi. Oh no! At one no. point, well. and um, and the RAC wouldn't recover it. Um, they'd only recover it to a certain amount of time. Then it was two pound fifty a mile after that, and it was just going to be ridiculous. Mm. And I, I drove him home, and but I got home at like sort of four o'clock, four a.m. Oh, that was Friday night. That was Friday night. Okay. Well, could have replied to my text earlier then, couldn't you? Um, I'm saying to you that's why I didn't reply to that text was because oh. you texted me that. Yeah. When I was driving him right, home. Right. Okay. So, um, I replied to you the following morning. You did, yeah. So let's get back to that. So, what do you mean you like me more? Well, I, I like you. Put, I like you more as a person, like it, as if I was going to hit on you because of it. No, that's not what I meant. Well, it is. Who says as a person? I mean, you might as well have put as a brother. Oh, as my dear, dear friend. No, why did you, why did you feel the ne- the need to stipulate as a person? I don't know. As as opposed to a what? I'm not sure. As a as potential a, husband. Um, well, hotel no. fuck. What 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 are you saying by that? Um, what, which one are you more likely? Why have you stipulated as a person? I just thought as a man, as a person. I didn't really need to put that. I'll be no, honest. No, th- that's yeah. That's I what, didn't that's really what I'm need to at. put that in there. That could have been the gym. Yeah, I like you more as a person. Yeah, I could have just said I just like you more now, couldn't I? So I added some yeah, more yeah. words in. But you I, could have said I that. mean that though. I mean the sentiment. Oh no, no, I took that. I took the sentiment in. I presume the way it was intended. In, intended. Yeah. I just. Um, it was as a person. I don't really. Oh. I didn't understand what you're saying. A horrible thing. Like almost like it, it, what it felt like. It was almost like you anticipated me calling back and saying, "Well, maybe we should hook up." <laughs> Well, I mean, I do you mean, know what I mean? It was yeah. like you were ruling it. It was like you were saying, as, I mean, as a person, I mean, I like you, like, as a friend, I like you more. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. I could have put that. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what came on. I had some Prosecco. Who knows what happens there? Right. 
So you drunk dialed me again? No, well, I don't know if again. it was not drunk. It wasn't drunk dialing you. You do it a lot, though, don't you? Okay. Well, sometimes. You regularly get flirty on text when you're it? a bit pissed at 2 a.m. in the morning. Because I flick through and then I get to an, I hit the eye and I go. Yeah, so you're flicking late at night and then you think, <laughs> you know what, I'm going to get in touch with Ian. Is that what goes on? It's just the eye is quite close to the beginning of the alphabet, isn't it? No, not really. I think it's more or less exactly half Well, I don't know any A's or B's, do I? So <laughs> flick down to I. <laughs> IA. Well, I don't know. It's very. Um, I don't know. No, I just think one day it's just going to have to come to a head in some way with you and I, isn't it? That some, it's going to have to tip either way. What do you mean? Well, we're going to have to, you know, this constant... Do you not find having a constant air of uncertainty exhausting? What Uncertainty about what? Us? I think there's an uncertainty with you and I that I, I think we're the sort that if we did a roadshow one day... You know, we were talking about the Fubar Roadshow, that we're going to go on a roadshow and do, be good. It, do it on beaches all around the country. Out-season, though, now, isn't it? No, that's, that, I think that would, be su- that would be more suitable for Fubar. Well, I don't like I the sun, either. I think more so. suitable for Fubar would be for us to have, like, four beer crates as a stage, a, ten- like a little tent as a marquee. Could be cider crates. Right. No, it doesn't matter. There's nothing in them now. They're just upside oh, down okay. so we can stand on them. Nothing in them. A little child's karaoke machine as an as amplification. Yeah. In the dead of winter, so when it's twatting down, like really. Well, where are we going? It doesn't really matter now because no one else will be there. No, they will. What, they will come. What, what if I we am announce saying, it, they will come. They won't. What I'm saying to you is, if you would come, tweet in because I bet you they would. Yes, yeah, tweet in at Foodbar Radio. If you, if you would, you would come. come and stand on Brighton Beach in the pissing Ooh, rain, Brighton. while me and Nat stand on top of a beer crate. That'll be fine. I've had some it's nice the Foodbar Roadshow. I've had some very nice times in Brighton. If they would come to Brighton um, or anywhere. <laughs> All I'm saying is, is if we are in the one, I don't know, I hate Southern. Oh. If we were in one of those places. Yeah. Okay. We're staying over, right? But I, we need some one. shelter, though. No, we're staying over. I know. That's oh, what I'm saying. We're in a travel lodge or somewhere. Or, you know. Sure. Um, I think it would be risky at that point with you and I. With you having, you know, if, if we were both there without partners or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you and I were just there, if we had a very tiring day, we were run down, we were soaking. So we just didn't our underwear anyway because we'd been soaking wet from the road yeah. show. So we're just there in the hotel by the hotel fire. If they've got a fire, we've got the same room, have we? No, we're just having a drink in the bar. Or oh, whatever. Okay. We're just having to wind down at the end right, of the day. Sure, yeah. I think at that point, that's when it would be dangerous because I think both you and I are vulnerable when tired. And I think all these things, all these texts, suddenly take on great weight. Then suddenly it's like, oh, you. I'll be like, oh, do you remember when you said you like me as a person? Ha ha. And then you look at me deadly serious and say, not just as a person like that and I'd be and like what do I say what does be that like, mean I'd be like okay I'm gonna I'm, just let, I'm gonna go to the toilet now and I'll come back alright that's what it'd be like because you're slurring already yeah, yeah, you're slurring yeah, yeah. 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 so I'm like look, okay and I, I like laugh and not make eye contact go I'm I'm gonna go to the toilet and then come back and hold that thought we will discuss that then while I'm in the toilet you're sat, you're sat there like getting kind of like worked up then you're like do I, I don't know where to push this or not I don't know where to push it or not and I come back and say, okay, so you go on, you were saying, and then we're both pissed, and then who knows? That's what I think. I think we're I'm both... I'm going to have sex with you in a hotel bar. I'm saying we can't rule these things out. I wasn't actually, oh, I am ruling I wasn't it actually out. anticipating it doing it in the bar now. Oh, okay. Well, you just said well, you know, things could happen. Also, yeah. I'm not sitting in a and bar. And also, what you're saying by that is, let's go to the room and do it. Uh, yeah. So you, you didn't say, I'm not having sex with you. You said, I'm not having sex with you under these specific under this specific criteria. I did say, but also, I'm not in a bar. I'm not going to be sitting in a bar in my underwear either, which is what you said. We'll be in our underwear. We were drenched from Brighton Beach. So we're just in our pants. I'm in my bra in the bar. Yeah, you're oh, in, you're yeah. you're in just your bra. You right. haven't even got pants on. You're uh, just you're just your bra. That's all you're wearing. I don't really see that. Right, and I'm no, in Star no. Wars pajamas. That's what I'm wearing, right? No. There's no one else there. Why wouldn't there be? And it's Brighton. Someone's always there. 
We're staying just outside Brighton. Okay, in home. It's a little B and B sort of thing, really. Okay. That's why it's got oh, an it's open a B&B, fire. So it's not a hotel now. They've got their it. bar. They've still got a bar. They have bars in B and B. Of course they do. In private room. Of course they do. Oh. Don't contest me on this. I'm oh, okay. I'm, I'm filming a film at the moment. I know that B and Bs have bars. So, um, so and we're just there. It's late. Everyone else has gone to bed. The landlady and landlord or whatever they've already gone to bed. It's like our house, really. We're just in a living room. I'm soaking wet. I'm soaking. If I'm soaking We're wet, dried off. Dried off. You've been rubbing your hair with a towel. You're on your knees in front of the fire. You're like on your knees on a rug in front of the fire, just just, just drying your hair That's like not, that. I don't want my hair to smell of fire. So and I'm no, in a, that wouldn't happen. I'm recumbent in a leather chair, right behind you. I'd in Star Wars pajamas and you're just in a bra. What would more lead to this scenario happening? Is yeah, if you see said, again, ruling nothing out, are you? Is if you went, can yeah. I just dry dry your hair and then blow dry it straight for you? Yeah. Then I'd be like, let's get up to the room. Right. Maybe. Okay. Because that I'm that would be perfect. This like none of this situation appeals to me. Buzz box, pink sunshine. I was listening to that on vinyl yesterday. I like, I like those ladies. Do you remember them? I do. We've, We've got, got a fuzz, fuzz box, box and we're going to use it. it. Yeah. Um, joined on the Teflon now by Barry Dolls. Sorry, what now? Who? Barry Dolls. Barry Dodds. Hello, Barry. Hi. All right, mate. Hey, Nat's just said she'd fuck me in a hotel. Oh, I didn't. I did not say. <laughs> I did not say that. Nat just said if I dried her out by a fire that she'd fuck me in a hotel. Well, first of all, it was a B and B, not right, even B&B. a hotel. Much for muchness. Um, and I didn't say that. She did. <laughs> she did, Barry. It's like it's recorded. I didn't say that. She said it. She said that we're going to do a food bar road show on Brighton Beach. I've insisted on Brighton because I want to be able to throw stones at her. Oh, and oh, and um, no one's going to turn up. We're going to do it on four beer crates upside down. Uh, well, they will. With a child's karaoke machine as a PA. And uh, we're going to be so despondent and so vulnerable at the end of the night that we're going to fuck in the hotel as long as I dry her hair. <laughs> No, blow dry it and straighten it. There's yeah. rules here. It's not just dry it with a towel, rough yeah. dry it. Yeah, oh no, she's an upper class prostitute. Yeah. Oh, hey. Uh, also, Jacob, Jacob Croft, says that he would come um, to our food bar road trip. Just tell him in advance so we can plan accordingly. Too long since he's been to England. So. Yeah, so that's one person. So that's me and you stood on beer crates and one person stood in front of us. Barry might come. Don't come, Barry. <laughs> we might do, though. Might need to. Brighton. Hey, maybe, we could, maybe me and Barry could go twos up on you in the hotel. Sorry, what now? Would you be up for that, Barry? No. If Nat was up for it, would you be up for going twos up on her in a, in a B and B? Oh, do you mean on on a on a B and H twos up? What do you mean? What's B and H? Oh, cigarette. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like me and you, like going what out at the same time. What do you think that mean? What, what could B and H mean if it's not for well, Barry? Barry talk. He's been very quiet, Barry. Let I Barry talk. I thought, I thought, oh, sorry. I, I should point out to you. I had to take some painkillers about an hour ago. So oh, brilliant. Okay. Well, then let's chat. How's your week been, right. mate? Terrible. You had a terrible week, have you? Yeah. Am I working hard on the film? <laughs> I was, no, I was in Spain. You were in Spain and you had a terrible week? You've not started all these riots, have you? No, that was right next to uh, where I was, though. I know. Do you know why I know? Go on. Because John Beck told me. John Beck's also in Spain at the moment. Actually, he's in Rome, I think, um, at the moment. And when I was talking to him about how you were in Spain, he said, well, they're expecting it to kick off in Spain this week. I went, really? Yeah. And, and he said, he's yeah. In yeah. He's in Rome. And in I was Spain. sort of, yeah, he's, he's, moved, he's gone to Rome oh, now, right, but okay. he was in Spain He's just tweeted and he's in the Colosseum. Um, what's that? Gutted can't listen live in today. What, he can't listen live, John Beck? Can we tweet back to John Beck and say, yeah. go fuck yourself? Just, well, put, just really... put go fuck yourself <laughs> then. Well, can't what, but Ian said go fuck yourself. No, just put go fuck yourself then, block. No, I'll just, can I just <laughs> say you're blocked? Yeah, you're blocked. 
So you went on, well, that sounds nice, mate. You went on holiday to Spain. That's lovely. Uh, no, place was an absolute shit tip. It was a proper dump. It was, really, it was really, really bad. Right. Um, how much, did, really how much did you pay for the holiday? Do you mind me asking? That doesn't matter. Well, but, of course oh, it matters. If you, paid, if you paid five pounds, then you expect it. If you paid a grand, then I'd be cross. Right. It, it was really cheap. Right. Cheap. Really cheap. Um, more expensive to get a train to London. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, go on then. N- not even joking. So what were you expecting uh, to happen then? When you, did you pay on your card? Uh, yeah, I did, yeah. When you paid on your card, were you rubbing your hands together going, oh, I've got a great deal, or were you rubbing, or were you <laughs> sat there going, this is going to be fucking awful? Option A. I was really, I was like, oh, I can't believe this. I've got pogging in the century here. Right. And, um, yeah. Now, did you also think, I bet I'm the only person that's found this deal? <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's just going to be me by the pool. <laughs> Well, no, because there was another bloke who clearly found the same deal, because I met him, because he had Union Jack shorts on and a big slash mark around his neck and across his chest. He was the first Brit who I met when I got over there. Right. This is after going through the revolving doors, which were smashed in. Right? <laughs> Not even joking. Yeah. Right? Uh, I said to the, the woman on reception, I went, the room's boiling, I can't, I can't stay in there, it's too hot. And she went... Uh, no, speak English. She went, no, speak English. <laughs> <laughs> You are in Spain, though. It's hot there. It is hot, Barry. Come on. Well, they're meant to have aircon in the room, so mm. I tried to turn it on, and I'm like, it's broken, it doesn't work. She said, oh, yeah, turn it off because some people are getting too cold. I said, yeah, but they can turn it off in their room. I can't turn it off. She just shrugged her shoulders, mm. and I just went, where can I buy a fan? Right, so she, <laughs> she went, the market on Tuesday. Oh, great. Right, what day was this? Monday. Okay, so you, right. you only had 24 hours to, to bake. Yeah. Okay. Um, so did you buy? So did you buy a fan? Uh, no, because the market didn't sell it. Oh, but you could go in the pool to like cool down for a bit. Yeah. Maybe it'd be a nice idea. Uh, but oh, sh- yeah, assuming yeah. there is a oh, pool. Oh, there is a pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a pool that was beyond freezing. That was linked with the sea. It was seawater. <laughs> um, because I did a because I did a bomb into it. Right. right. Like, that's how I got here. I mean, it does and sound like you were the perfect person to be on this holiday. Really, it sounds like. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about other people as if they're scummy, but you're just one of them, aren't you? I was the, no, I was the only person in the pool. Um, what's, what's wrong with I, the pool? I don't understand what's wrong with salt water in a pool. That's horrible. Why? It's it clean, don't yeah, it's not. It's not, it's not if, if it's just an outlet from the sea. Well, you, you go into the sea, though. People go into the sea for I a can't paddle. go into the sea. I'm allergic to seawater. But, um... No, well, that's like saying, well, just go and jump, go and jump in that sewage outlet. It's, it's still the sea. The sea isn't the sewage. <laughs> But sewage so goes into the sea. Oh yeah. But the, but that's by the by. It's not. It just means that to swim in something, if you put salt water from the sea into a man-made container, it's mm. going to be fucking horrible. But it is chilly, so it could cool down. And it's not heated, and yeah, it's not. It's wants. not heated nor cleaned. Why do you want it to be heated if the room's too hot? Okay, I, I take your point on that. Okay. But it's not clean. All right, fine. Well, it means that every fucker that gets in there with the verrucas and Ooh. that, there's no chlorine Ooh, killing it. Yeah, that's yeah, true, it's really yeah. grim. Mm. Yeah. Right, okay, so that was the, that's, that's the pool. Um, but you still bombed, still bombed into, nevertheless. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've made the slow motion video of it on my phone. Right. Um, uh, so the food yes. was um, rabbit. <laughs> now that's not. Now, that's, was that actually rabbit? Yeah. I've eaten rabbit. Before, well, just rabbit. Right. Just you came down for, for your breakfast every morning, and they just plunked a rabbit in front of you. <laughs> It was rabbit, potato, uh, potato croquettes, 
nice. Um, nice. Onion rings, that was a treat one day. But the rest of the time, it was like fried eggs and tomato sauce for breakfast. It was it was like it was like the first goat doing breakfast. I mean, he's throwing everything in. It was, oh, it was so bad. Right. Did you eat so it? Though? You still ate it, though, I presume? Uh, no, I went to, um, I went to, I went, found an English cast. Oh, and what did um, they sell? Eggs and tomato ketchup, probably. Well, I didn't hang around there because the bloke in the Union Jack Shorts was there and he was oh. already on the cider at 9am, so I thought, well, I'm, no, I'm not having this chat. Again, let's, let's uh, one, once more acknowledge that even though we're talking about these as other people, Barry is one of those people. Mm. <laughs> um, okay, so, so you didn't bother with the... It was all-inclusive, but you didn't bother? Uh, yes, didn't bother with that, so just tolerated it and just started counting down the hours until the flight back, praying that riots didn't kick off. So that's in the back of my mind as well. See, that, I was quite the contrary. I was sort of checking the news every day, hoping it had. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> only, only for you to get near, not because I mean, it's horrific what's happened there, but, but only because yeah. I wanted you caught up in that. <laughs> and so I wanted you walking around saying, why is this happening? What is this even about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there was posters everywhere for the referendum. Mm. Yeah, but so did you understand what it was? Did you stuff. understand what was happening with... Absolutely no idea. No, no, Still that's, that, got a clue that's what I would have liked. I'd have liked you to have been battened to within an inch of your no. life with no <laughs> fucking idea why it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you chanting something that might have been racist, but you didn't know because you just got caught up in the moment in the mob. <laughs> <laughs> you were just repeating the noises. <laughs> um, did anything nice yeah. happen on your holiday? Did you do anything nice? I spent, I spent one day at the beach and I got one nice photo and it was like a plane flying over the shoreline. But I've oh. got to try and crop the photo because it had a big KFC banner on the back <laughs> of it. So, so, in conclusion, you had you, you did a bomb in a swimming pool. Yeah. yeah. You're boiling hot. You ate rabbit. Yeah. You made friends with someone who sounds like National Front, but may, may no. not be. You don't want to sort of judge people on that, but it sounds like no. probably BMP it's or something. It's Union Jack. People do that for some reason. With the big scar. Oh, got, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, I think he was a bit too daft to have any opinion on anything. Yeah, because they're all smart in the all EDL. All right, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, all, all very clever people in the EDL. What was the scar of? What do you mean, what was the scar? Well, yeah, yeah, what shape was it, Barry? What what was, what design was he going for with this scar? Donald <laughs> Duck or something? No, I thought maybe it's one of those self-made scars. <laughs> what? You know that, that some people like that have where it's like a... Like self-harming? A mark. No, 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 like a swashtickle or something. A cartoon. No, no, you know, like a... You know what I mean? Yeah, body modification. I'm not, but I didn't mean that. I meant like, oh, like, like, right, like okay, a homemade yeah. tattoo if they've like want to put a, you know mind camp or something on their body. I don't know something, so, something like that. Yeah, you know so what I mean? That's Nat's question. Was it um, an artistic choice for body modification, or had he just been stabbed in an EDL riot? What do you He'd reckon? Stabbed. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. So, well, I presume then you didn't spend much. Um, not really. I wasn't anything to spend money on. No, oh, no. Was there an arcade? Did you have an arcade? Um, there was an arcade. I've sent you a photograph of the arcade. It had one of those, you know, where it pushes the pennies. I love that. You know, the two shells. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. The, bo- the bottom shelf had no pennies on it, so you'd <laughs> never win. It was awful. The bottom shelf but, doesn't have pennies on it, though, in, on those machines. Because mm-hmm. that's where it drops to last. Yeah, but, you know, it's got them, like, overhanging, so you try to knock them off. It just oh, I see what you mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it all Pesetas, anyway? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. I wasn't quite up on the currency. No, oh. no, well, well, I'll tell you now, mate, it's not, it's not Pesetas in Spain anymore, because it's, uh, it's the Euro in Spain. Yeah. Right, <laughs> I had to ride battle in the car park last night in Newcastle, trying to pay for the thing in Euros. <laughs> but anyway, 
the one thing that I did that was the joke I was doing mate saying the potatoes as in they've been there so long that no one's played that was oh sorry just having having, having a little go at a joke there for you mate sorry didn't work did it honestly not with it it's alright do your alphabet backwards go on so what go on the the arcade the pill table Um, there was no cubes well there was one cube it didn't have a tip on so I just thought I'm not going to bother could have done it with your nose Possibly, but then again, I didn't see any balls. Hmm. <laughs> Go on. See, well, I was, this is how bad the holiday was. The one thing I bought was a pair of green flip-flops, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and they were really comfy, and I was really pleased. I was like, I can't believe it. They were like seven euros. Like, oh, these are so comfy. I slipped on a, on a, of all things, a disabled ramp. It was like a metal sloped ramp, and I slipped and put all my weight forward as my foot went one way, and I proper put my knee out. <sighs> It's right. swollen up like four times the other one. That's why I'm taking the page. That's why I'm going doctors. <laughs> right. You know we're filming our film like in a minute. Yeah, I'd be fine. Well, you, I don't think my knees are going to feature that heavily. <laughs> well, no, but it's not. I mean, this film isn't going to be Barry on a throne while Ian does everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll, 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 I'll sort it. I'll buy a crutch off eBay or something. You're not having a crutch for a film. He may not have broken it. It might just be a little bruise. So oh, it'll, no, it'll, it, oh, it looks a right mess. Oh, well, you wear long trousers, though, it'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. No, he's wearing shorts for the film. <laughs> um, well, look, well, I'm, I'm sorry you had an horrible time, mate, but you, you get what you pay for, don't you, really? Yep. I suppose. And um, you, can, you, you now sort of serve as a word of warning, as a beacon of warning for mm. other people, that if you, if you cheap out on something, other people have as well. Other people have also cheaped out on it, and... That's where you're yeah. really spending your time. But like I say, I, I've not heard anything that made me think Barry wouldn't fit in there. <laughs> um, yeah. No, was, yeah. Maybe let us know you get on at the doctors. I will do. I will do. I'll send you a photo of me knee. Oh, yeah, please. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. Like yeah no, 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 please do, mate. Yeah, yeah no, if you no, can send de- that def- now. No, definitely send that. Definitely. No, that's, that's very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> That's a brilliant use of your time, that mate. Yeah, please, please send me a picture of your knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's? Uh, oh, I, I didn't hear. Who's? I, I couldn't quite hear at the time. Who was your second guest? Oh, Daniel M. Jones, who is Morda Heehol. He's uh, he's written a book. The Church of Jediism. It's a Star Wars thing. Oh, is that when everyone did the thing on the census? No, no. But, and, and yeah, but it's sort of like living your life according to those rules. That's that's that sort of nine idea. nine lessons. Oh, right, oh, fair enough. Okay. All right. <laughs> if, if, if you miss any more of the show, feel free to just ring up and we'll repeat it for you down the phone. <laughs> Good luck with the doctors. Cheers, we'll see you later. See you in a bit, no, mate. Oh, sent, I've got a picture of his knee. He oh. sent it to me. I oh, might as well put some on them. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Have a look. See you later. It's been seven Bye, hours and 15 days Since you took your love away That's a lot of guitars going on, isn't it? Mm. End of that song and also that jingle. Well, jingle, sting? I don't. I don't. are they called? Uh, we're joined now on the phone by uh, Kean Toomey. I've, that's how I've been told to say your name. Kean, you there? Oh, yes. You got that, you got that bang on, man. Did I? Okay. okay. Well, I did. I, I was kind of hoping that it wasn't right because my producer was I was set. praying. I was like, oh, don't get it wrong. There's so many people to get it wrong. You got it right, though. What do you so get instead? 
Scientomy, Scientomy, uh, Tony. Yeah. What was your first? What was your? Obviously, you got it wrong the first time. What was, um, no, what no. Was do, you know what? do you know what? I didn't because I'm kind of like I wouldn't say it's unprofessional, but I <laughs> tend to turn up at the studio like with like five minutes to go, and then just whack it like. I start the show and read it from the yeah. sheet then so I, I just immediately said how do I say that to my producer oh, well, I don't know well, I'm going to bother emailing you on a Friday now then I'll just wait till half an hour before you get in don't know maybe not busy <laughs> right. yeah, so yeah, and that also tells you Kian, like how up to date I am with the guests I know, I know your name so far yeah that's, that's not bad is it preparation is key man professionalism yeah. Yeah. you know I've he's got, got a book I've got a press I know you've got a book it's next to me yeah and, and called Go Fuck Yourself Kian uh, yeah yeah, that was that was the title for it. Would they not let you put fuck on the front? I don't know. I would have. It would have been a bit of an issue, I think, with you know getting it on in bookstores and stuff. Mm. Could they put a sticker so. on it? <laughs> oh, we could have put a sticker on it. That would have been, ah, look, it's hindsight, isn't it? I'd have put personally. I would have put a sticker on it. But I would have, I'd have said to them, the bookstores, "It's all right. We're providing stickers." And then when they got the stickers, they all just said fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that would have probably got me into a little bit of trouble. Trouble's good, man. Trouble's good. That that uh, that sells the, that sells the digits, man. So, um, tell me what uh, what the deal is with this book? Because on the front of it, rather revoltingly, it's yourself embracing yourself. Yes. Um, that was a weird day. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's a kind yeah. of a nice, it's a really cool picture. It looks like it's a great idea. But what's the background with it? So the whole background to it is the Keen and Emily thing started off online with videos okay. and it still is it still goes online that's the main thing that's where it is if, if you know me it's because of videos right and the book kind of just came gradually where people were asking me to do it people were saying or suggesting that i should look into it and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. And i thought okay i'll have a look into it and I, I started writing and i was kind of thinking what what line to go down because obviously my videos are quite i don't know what the word is erratic and hideous and repulsive <laughs> yeah, but yeah. the book I kind of thought I'd, I'd take it a bit seriously but I'd also incorporate the majority of it being you know the satire from the videos that I make so it's it's a relationship guide but okay. Good. it's not oh, no. to answer your question finally it's a relationship guide but it's more of a piss take oh. yeah, yeah. it's not necessarily true it's kind of just like if, if you can relate to the problems that's, that's where you get it you know okay. I, don't, I don't expect people to take genuine advice from this book <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> Again, I'd, I'd push it the other way. I, I, I would like steadfastly say this is the best advice you can get. You, you know what? I'm completely qualified. Okay. Yeah. You can read everything and That's take it, it all, and I guarantee you, it will work. No, hundred percent. No other. No disclaimers. Close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't do disclaimers. And and I'm very proudly saying it's called "Go Fuck Yourself, Kian." <laughs> yeah. Yep. My mother's proud. <laughs> no matter what, Waterstones will have you believe. Um. So what's your background then? Because you're like, because uh, the first line of your um, uh, press release says with over five point five million likes on Facebook, yeah. um, and numerous videos reaching over thirty million views. Now for me, right, and again, this isn't a personal thing at all. But when I got that, I was like, what? I was that the first line of a press release? Do you know what I mean? The, numbers. No, that's what that's that's what matters now. Do you know what yeah, I mean? That's that's the world we're living in it now. Is, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's kind of just. I think that's just like the the eye catcher to, yeah, to yeah, make yeah. you read the second line. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I, I absolutely it's get the that. Clickbait. But but is that has that been your so has that been your way in? Is is your way in? It all been sort of uh, on social media and on sort of internet. Social media. Of, this was yeah. It was certainly the the, the moment that allowed me to. Um, what's the word? 
I was allowed to do social media as a career, as and I was allowed to make videos, and yeah, it yeah. obviously gave gave me such a massive boost and a huge advantage and an opportunity to actually be allowed to write a book because obviously the process of writing a book and to genuine authors that's that's a lot of work and a lot of passion. Yeah. Whereas with well, me, I'm just I'm just an idiot writing a book. No, but, no, but you see, but you still, if you get a book published, it doesn't matter. You got it, but you know, I'm, I'm sure. I bet you there are classics that exist now that got published because somebody sucked someone off in it behind a bar. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm, I'm sure there's loads of things like that. I'm not going to name names, Bronte. Um, but, no, no, but you know what I mean, though? I'm, I'm sure there's all, there's all different ways that deals get made, isn't there? But I'm really interested in this in this evolution of social media and the, the evolution of sort of becoming a, a, a well-known and established figure via that. Not, you know, not... Do you do gigs, for example? I haven't, no. I'm terrified of... Okay. So, terrified of public interaction entirely but okay. online it kind of it, it, it kind of started everyone was doing YouTube and obviously Vine was kind of around and I was always <clears throat> making videos on my personal page you know just targeted to my friends and family people in school you know yeah and I saw that there was a few people starting to come over from Vine um, for reasons they obviously just weren't satisfied so they, they gave Facebook a go right and that was working that was working big time so I thought I'd, I'd just give it a go as well and so, so you did. So you targeted it in that way. So it was actually like kind of a, kind of a career move. It was sort of going. I'm, I'm going to do it. I had no way. intentions. I had no intentions of it becoming a career. Okay, um, right, right. Up until two years ago, it, it became a career. Um, but for the, the two years before that, it was just utter nonsense. Random videos put well, up every fifteen it, minutes. Yeah, no. it's, it's, but it's a very frame like. Like, I'm, I, what I don't want to do is I don't want to come across that I'm sort of looking down on you in some way. I like my, most of my content in, in, is internet content, you know, like all the yeah, podcasts yeah. I do and this and you know, it, it's internet. It, it, you know, it's sourced at the internet. That's where it starts. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's shitty. I, I'm like, I, I find it really interesting. Like, I find it interesting that I've got a press release here talking about a comedian who hasn't ever done a gig, but he's very successful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's just. I think comedian is kind of. It's. It's not necessarily. It's not a word that I. I wouldn't use it to describe myself personally I think it's more of just you can't just say oh this a funny random person that puts mm. internet videos on the internet I think you can just call it a comedian just yeah, to make you've it got, yeah you've got to be somehow haven't you yeah because yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't I, I'm not a comedian like I'm not comedians you know they, they go on stage but I, I write jokes and Facebook is my stage but no I, I, I just consider myself just just someone that's on the internet. Right, and not all comedians go on stage. James Corden was recently asked on um, Chelsea Handler show on Netflix. Like, he hasn't done any stand-up. He's considered to be a comedian. Very successful one, isn't he? Now he's got that I show. I don't think Corden's ever been considered a comedian. Oh, really? Like yeah, I think he's an actor. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, 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 I think he's... In America, just, I think he is. I think he, he's a funny guy. I think mm. that I would be considered funny to people, but yeah. I don't think that would consider me a comedian, comedian necessarily. Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's, I agree with you. Well, no, but again, I, I must emphasise that I'm not saying that oh, no, in, no, in, no, in no, a disparaging no. way at all. It's, you know, it's not like... I know for a fact there are other comics... Because I'm, I'm, my background is comedy. As a, I've been a comic for a long time. And yeah. I, I know there's other comics who definitely would be like, cheeky fucker. Like, do you know what I mean? They, they would oh, have, totally. Oh, so, no. So, so I want to emphasise that, that I'm not saying and that And you mean by all. comedian stand-up comedian? Is yeah, that, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, it essentially yeah. means by doing stand-up. Right, okay. yeah. Oh, no, I get, I get you entirely. Like, the last thing I want to do is stand on people's toes where it comes you know it's, it's so hard to and difficult to try and get up on a stage because I've, I have tried it and I've never actually um, succeeded because my mind got oh, I couldn't get I couldn't do it you know okay, so it, okay. was, it was just the, the comfort levels on Facebook yeah, or just yeah. being, being on, a, on a camera in general it's it gives you a lot more time 
to to well, create yeah, you something. Can, you can, I think you can I think when, I, then, I, yeah. I just don't think I'm. I think I'm. I'm able for. To, I would be able to do it live, but. I'm nowhere near able to convince myself to do it yet. Got you. Okay. So, do, so do you have a? Obviously, the, the, the book's out fifth of October. Yeah. So, do you have a? What's your? Uh, like, do you have a plan? Like, in terms of where you want to go with it, what, what the journey that you want to take with this, utilizing the tools I'm, that you already have. I mean, I feel that it's, it's so unpredictable at the moment because I think the whole online thing in general is is very new. Yeah. And it's. I don't know what stage we're in i don't know if this is going to get a lot more serious and if it, like i as i i would like to not use it as a stepping stone i'd like to do it a lot i would like to keep doing it but i'd also like to do other things i would like love to get into acting yeah um i'd love i would love to get into stand-up but of course that's something that i need to kind of you know mentally prepare myself Got for yeah, before yeah, you yeah. consider yeah. doing it. i need to you know um but yeah, I, d- I don't know. I mean, well, I'm, I, I'm happy out with Facebook. I'm happy out with the online right now. I mean, even with, with stand up, if you, if you needed a shove with stand up, like I'll, I'll tell you as a comic that if you've got this big fan base already that you can, you know, a fan base that you can uh, utilize and that, you know, who will come to see your stuff, that I think most comics really would trade that for the world. Right. Like, you know, you know if, you, if you were to do the Edinburgh Fringe next year or whatever for a week or, for, or even for the whole room, whatever. And you knew you were going to sell it out, like all yeah. you all you need that that would be one of the biggest barriers overcome immediately. Like because you know most comics go to pieces at Edinburgh, not because they don't have confidence in themselves, not because they don't have confidence in what they're doing. It's because at like three you know three p.m. before they do their show at five or six, whatever, they get a, a sheet of paper through that says you have sold zero tickets or one ticket or you, you know what I mean or yeah. So, so I think that like the the hard bits of the business of stand up, I would say you're already over. I'd say you're already past them things. It'd just be the ultimate hard bit of, of getting over yourself and getting actually on the stage. If indeed yeah. that's what you you know what you truly do want to do. Like I've I've pretty much packed in stand up now because I just don't enjoy it anymore. But it's um yeah I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be I, I know you didn't call for therapy but I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> that's great. That's no no, no I, I wouldn't I'd get over yourself on that if it's something you want to yeah. do like like quite genuinely is I think that the really hard bits you are already in the bag for you. Other than the hard bit of actually performing, which I'm not undermining on any level, but the I know it's just the, the hard bit of the hard bit of trying to you know get over it. It shadows the actual hard bit of, of it, it realizing does, yeah, that the barriers. But but man, you you know I'm I'm not hugely okay with social media stars or YouTube stars or whatever. But yeah. um, but both you you, know, you will be far more so. But both you and I know that there are huge stars online and on on the internet and stuff. They were selling out arenas who should not be on that fucking stage, but they're still oh, doing no, it. Oh, totally. And, and the audience are loving it as well. So, mm. do you know what I mean? So, you've kind of also got that. Why shouldn't they be you've though? Got that if, they, if people are buying tickets and the audience are loving it and want to go and see it, then who's to say that they shouldn't be selling anything no, out? Well, no, I, well I, can't, I kind of agree with you. Right. I, but I, I know what comics are like, and I know that comics would be like, no, you're, you're undermining the art. Or, you know, it depends what sort of. But what, if it makes. If people like it and there's, a, there's an appetite for it, then. If you can't sell that, that out, and you, then don't complain about someone else. Doing well, no, it, but I, I understand that, but that is sort of the similarity with sort of I don't know whoever a big bat like Oasis right. or whatever okay. being fucked off with Aqua for Barbie Girl. Do you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, you, yeah. You, can, you can still be pissed off about it. Still a banger like, though, Barbie Girl. Still well, we, we can agree to disagree. Well. I'm not. I'm really interested in man. I really hope I haven't come across as kind of judgmental because because that's not no, that, that no, not at all. Because it's 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 a great way to 
allow me to explain that I also agree with these slightly, you know, these these not negative attitudes, but like these realistic attitudes. I like, I, I do agree with it. Um, it's like I shouldn't have this platform, but I do. Um, but it's, yeah. it's hard to explain. No, you know I, I, I absolutely know what you mean. Like, I, I totally know what you mean. It's like it's 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 great when there's an odd question thrown into it because it allows me then to give you the real answer of, of like yeah you're totally right that like that people that are online now that have massive followings they do get well we do get and I do get a big advantage or a big boost or a few steps up the ladder to another opportunity you know but you and did it, it that is, it, but that, that was you, you did that that wasn't that one day you went and you, you got up in the morning had your cornflakes opened your computer and you're like who the fuck are all these people what, what, I don't, what is it? Do, you know, do you know what I mean you, you did that you cultivated that yourself and cultivated that audience yeah so and it all ended up anyway. It, it, it all ended up being that I wrote the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's that's literally how that's how it is. Yeah, I don't know how I have a page, but I do, and I've written a book. Hasn't this interview been a, a, a sort of a, a, a lovely kind of slightly melancholic but also optimistic journey that we've taken? <laughs> Yeah, we're just taking a tremendous journey yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it, man. Um, <laughs> it, it's a uh, no, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't feel. I, I understand you sort of playing it that way in terms of that you you would be like, look, I don't know why I'm successful, but but I but I think you, I, I'd say definitely remember that you cultivated it. It's one of them, you know. You sort of like when if I do a podcast or whatever, and people go. I've had other comics say to me, well, it's all right for you, you've got the podcast. You know, I say, say about, well, yeah. have you th- thought about touring? And they'd be like, I can't tour like you can tour. And by the way, I can't tour in, like, arenas or anything like that, but I, I could sell, like, enough tickets to break even at the very least. Absolutely. Um, but when I say that to other comics, they're like, well, it's all right, you've got the podcast, it's all right for you, you've got that fan base and that. And it's like, and you do feel kind of affronted to going, I know, because I, I, I got off my arse and did it. Mm. That was me that yeah. did that. So the reason you've not got a fan base is because you haven't done that. Don't be pissed off at me because I have. Um, so, so yeah, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't do yourself down in that way unless it is for effect. In which case, I, I absolutely applaud it. This feels like one of the most motivational interviews yeah. I've ever yeah. received. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what, Kian? Do you know what? I want you on this show next week, and I want to hear what you've done in in the <laughs> seven days in between. And then I'm going to give you a month. <laughs> Okay. And I'm going to call you back again, and I'm going to f- I'm going to find out where the land lies. If you're going to do gigs, if not, why not? If so, what your plan is for it, and the rest of it. I'm 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 going to catch up with you. I'm going to I'm going to consider you a project. All right, that's that's okay. Keen's my project now. That's nice. Now can I say there's some quite good <laughs> advice in here as well, Keen? I've just been reading out what to do when you get bored of each other, which is just go travelling. So I, I think that's good advice. Yep. yep. Looking through it. Yep. Certainly made me want to go travelling now. That is with. <laughs> Brighton. I don't mean you, Kian. I mean, Brighton I mean Beach. that. We're going to Brighton, aren't my we? Producer, so. My producer, just so you know, Kian, if you're not at the show so far, my producer wants to fuck me in a well, hotel. Kian, I've not said that. That's it's not come really, up at it's all. It's been really we uncomfortable. We were just planning a little trip to go on a, a summer, well, winter road show at this point. A winter road a winter show road so road she trip. can have sex with me in a no, B&B. It's, not it's really. really. Not really. It's not, it, it's not right at all. Um... <laughs> Well, I wish you well, uh, wish you well, man, and and I, I really hope the book does well and stuff. Are, are you sort of is, is it all sorted for being in supermarkets and all, all the places and all all the places it needs to be? Is it going to be there? As far as I know, yeah, nice. it's, it's going to be it's going to be in, you know the most generic places that you find the book. Yeah, so. and and it's and it's, it's going to be interesting. You alluded to it before, saying you you know you don't really know nobody knows what stage we're at with this in terms of uh, online content. Like exactly. It, it, I, 
we don't know what stage. The, 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 I don't know if it's the beginning or it's the the end of a phase. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. We might look, but like in five years' time, we might go, oh yeah, 2017 was the boom, or we might go, 2017 was when it all started falling, going to shit. But yep. we, but we don't know because we've nothing to c- compare it to. I know. You know, it's a new thing, and that's, that's why there's not many understand, not even me. I, I think it's exciting. I think, you know, all power to you, man, for sort of embracing that as a thing and, and for utilising that and, and getting a book out of it. That's more than I've ever I've never got a book out of it. Would your publishers publish my book? Do you think they would give me? If, if I write I'll, uh, it. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put in a good word for you. Yeah, just say, he's not had an idea or, <laughs> or written it, but just say... But we, he wants one. Just say we got on. Yeah, that's pretty much how mine ended up. <laughs> no, I'm <Yeah>. just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, as long as I don't hear you went the Bronte route, then that's all fine. Oh, which Bronte did that? That's what that stops me from libeling them. If uh, if I don't say They've which one it was, been dead for a while. You'll be all right with nah, that. No, it doesn't matter, mate. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna smirch <laughs> someone's history. Um, what are you doing for the rest of the day? I know you've got another interview in seven minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got that interview, and then I'm going back to making. Generic strange internet video. Okay, that's the rest nice. Of my day. No, that'd be enjoyable. That's a good way of doing it. Are you a recluse? You sound like you might be a recluse. What? A recluse. A what? A recluse. A recluse. Recluse. What's the definition of that? Like Somebody that doesn't want to leave the house that wants just to hide away. That is that is a perfect definition. I might change my my Twitter bio to that because <laughs> that sounds just like me. Yeah, I'm, I am. I'm, I'm definitely a recluse. Definitely. Oh no! Like I'm most certainly like one of the most biggest introvert you'll ever meet in right. person but when, when it comes to online I'm I'm an obnoxious extrovert <laughs> <laughs> but it's all a character oh don't ruin it by saying that let, <laughs> let people believe that it's genuinely you on some level no it's, it's, gotta be on some it's level. genuinely me this is all real and I'm genuinely two different people yeah. I'm in a relationship with myself well th- I mean that co- th- I like that idea that's really funny that idea of this this uh, partner who is just you that's really funny yeah, and it you. looks ace on the front of the book. Yeah, you can't miss the book if you see it in the shops and stuff. It is Kian with his uh, holding his it's own breasts. He's holding his own yeah. breasts from behind. Copying my my own you my are, own pet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's Kian to me. It's Go Fuck Yourself. It's published on the fifth of October. Uh, hardback uh, is fifteen quid by Blink Publishing. Um, it's, it's been really nice talking to you, man. I hope you enjoy the uh, whatever interview you're going to now. Carry this on in that interview, so they're confused. I will because they'll be giving it all like, "Hey, so you're an internet star," and you just bring it right down and say, <laughs> "And I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell them exactly why I hate myself." Yeah. <laughs> do that, do yeah. that. Say you're gonna pack him because you've heard that other comedians might not like you, <laughs> <laughs> and it's really got to you. Uh, best of luck with it, man. Don't be a stranger. Do keep in touch. Um, I look, appreciate it. No, no, as at all. What's the beach answer? I, think, but I, I, think you I, I tripped over what my own words. What you did was you mumbled your own words. You said, went speak against Zoom, Ian. Yeah, but it it yeah. went mumbly. We'll speak again soon, man. No problem. <laughs> Take okay. care. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. That was Kian Toomey. He was a nice boy, wasn't he? He's very nice. Um, I'm going to put some music on now because can you hear the drilling? Yeah, I can hear the drilling. What are they drilling for? Gold. I should have had Spandau Ballet queued up then. picture of your vagina no no one likes a vagina picture that's not true i've had this row before it's not just simply not true well you were just saying because i said it's going to be called your magic mess this is in private not, welcome back to the show magic by the way mess. It's your magic, magic mess that's nice it's called magic moment nat's magic mess not mess nat's magic if it was moment it would have had to have had a oh. relevant moment near it at any point oh. in your life near it yeah near nat's it, sure. magic mess not mess let's think of another m word mess mess how's it not a mess M- 
because it's not a mess, is it? I wouldn't go call a vagina a mess. No, they kind of are a bit of a not, mess. They're not a mess. No, but it's not not a bad mess. Well, it's not. I'm not. I'm not being critical of a vagina. I'm saying that it's kind of a bit all like a bit all over the place, isn't it? I mean, there's a lot of bits to work with. Yeah, exactly. Do you exactly. Know, I see what you mean. It's, not, it's not even, is it? It's like. I don't know. I think most of them are even that well, one. No, is yours little, asymmetrical? There's bumps and things, aren't there? There's bumps on it. You've got bumps all over yours. <laughs> you've got a knob on your. Oh, I think you've got a different thing, that. No. I think you're thinking, oh, I see. Now the, that's where the confusion has all arisen here now. There shouldn't be a if knob. You've, if you've got a knob there, now, then that's, that's an entirely oh. different thing. Well, it seemed fine the last time I went for the smear. They never said, oh, you've got a knob on your When vagina. did you last have a smear? Oh, was that? I was like, that was last year do they make you a cup of tea when you have a smear no they should do frankly yeah, well, I don't want to be in there long enough actually for it to cool down is it very clinical the whole thing it's, it's a lot of metal yeah a lot of metal metal in your mess mm. metal in Nat's magic mess <laughs> there's a tongue twister in this somewhere Nat's isn't there um, he was alright that boy yeah Kian he was nice he's nice Kian yeah. I like him I like to speak to him yeah um, Casey Bab Barbaric. Casey Barbaric, yeah. Barry Dodds is my favourite Geordie. Jo- Jordan, uh, Jordan. Who the fuck spells Geordie like that? J-A-U- What's that? It's J-A-U-D-Y. Casey has spelled it like this. Yeah, yeah, it's not. That's not how you spell Geordie. I thought it was going to say Jaunty, actually. Yeah, yeah, Jaunty bloke. My favourite Jaunty bloke. You should have asked if you saw a ghost when he was spending room and Oh, okay, that's from the Parapod. And Joe said, if there was no queue, Barry Dodds must have gotten a fair few games in. What was that? In the arcade for the penny. Oh, right. the penny I wasn't thing. really listening to Barry when he was talking. He you was know. in. Oh, really? Oh, oh. what do, what yeah. do you need to update you on? I don't oh, know. Oh, oh, she sent me a picture. Oh, so it shows you of his knees. I don't need to see it. Um, I can just. Well, it's of his knees, and one is a lot puffier than the other, but it's also. Is that a t shirt or pants that we can It's got the trousers down. Yeah. So it's puffy. It's a puffy left, right knee. I mean, is is a liability to work with. Like, he really is. You yeah. Know, he's been, quite pale. When he knows. Well, Barry's pale. He's been to Spain and he's. Yeah, he's probably in a wetsuit for most of the time because he was swimming in the sea, but mm-hmm. in a pool. Yeah, um, it sounds like it sounds like an absolute nightmare what he's had, but it also sounds like it. I think deserved it is probably too harsh. But, no, no, he didn't deserve. We but you kind of, you know, if you're going to be like like that about your holiday, then you're going to get what you get, aren't you? I guess if you don't spend a lot, but I would say if you don't. It's spend like if you were a in a pub and somebody said, "Do you want to go to Disneyland?" I've yeah. got I've got a ticket for Disneyland here for five pounds. And, and you then bought it. <laughs> right, I wouldn't expect it to be Disneyland America. Well, do you know what I mean? All right, Disneyland Paris. Not even that. I've got Disneyland Paris here. I've got, I've got a ticket here for 30 quid if you want it. Mm. If you bought it, you'd then be like, this isn't going to be... There's not going to be Disney dollars included on this, is there not? Well, I think for the amount he paid, rabbit's quite a delicacy, isn't it? I'm quite surprised that hotel was serving up rabbit. But they may have rabbits relatively accessible to where they are. Wild rabbits. Like they might just go and kill them in the morning oh, and yeah. serve them up in the afternoon. That's true. I mean, it could be that they're saying it's rabbit and it's actually cats. I mean, he, oh, he, no. he could have been... No, it's quite plausible. No, so, no. Or dog. So it's quite plausible that Barry has been eating dog for the last I week. I don't think Barry's been eating dog. Why? Well, he didn't even eat the rabbit, did does, he? Does, he? Does the establishment Barry described to you sound like the sort that are going to be proper shit hot on their health and safety and proper not, shit on environmental health? If the revolving doors has been kicked in, there's if, no air Yeah, con. if there's glass all over the place and seawater in, in the, pool, the pool, then they're not really taking much consideration no. for environmental health. So they probably wouldn't be beyond killing a dog. Well, I think they might not kill a dog. And serving it up for it dinner. It might be a pigeon Might be humans. Might be human. Pe- Barry might have been eating humans all week. For anyone that complained before. Yeah. Who kicked in the door. Yeah. Maybe. Former staff. But he didn't eat there, did he? He went out into the English cafe down the road. Again. Which That's was a weird thing to do, it isn't is it? A bit. You go to Spain. But I went once to a place in Spain. Did you? I did. <laughs> for my first ever Bless holiday. You. 
Oh, who sneezed? Don't know. Lovely Good chest. Maybe sneeze to come through. Nice. Um, for my first ever holiday, it was yeah. in Spain, and um, it wasn't very Spanish, I found. No, wasn't that Spanish enough? No. Is that because your parents told you you were going to Spain, but you, you no, couldn't work out why you'd not been on a plane? No, there. No, it wasn't with them. It was well, we've just been in a minibus for 20 minutes. <laughs> no, they just took me to Blackpool once. Okay. But in my actual trip to Spain, this was when I was 18 as well, right. and then when I got there... Um, it just was. I found everywhere just sold chips, um, crinkle cut chips and fried egg. Right, okay. And Addy Senders on. It was weird. And then in the breakfast in the hotel, they. I think this is an outrage. They served yeah. up baked beans, but they were cold. Right, cold baked beans. So I didn't really like that. Okay. And did, then, did you write a letter? Did you write in? Have you written? No, I tried to. to the travel oh, agent? And I, w- I went to the beach for like twenty minutes. I had enough because everyone kept trying to sell me like pineapple drinks. I mean, that's really impressive that they were reaching up to sell you drinks. No. When you were just sort of bounding, like, in a single step down the beach. You were yes. probably in the hotel, you went, you know, I'm going to go to the beach now. And you did, like, half a step. <coughs> and you were just on the beach on the there. Beach. Just stood there. Majestic. No, but it's where I discovered that cocktail sex on the beach. Mm. Which was nice. Okay. So I had a nice time. I wanted to have a wine to you about Amazon. Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? What, yeah. what have they done? Last week, I got home from... I Where had I been? I'd been going somewhere... I came to pick Joe up. Joe was at home. It must have been Monday. So I, Joe was at home. Mm-hmm. And I um, was driving. I had to go down to pick something. I think it was get. Oh, I was dropping off my Rocky Horror poster. That's what was happening. Where? Oh, at the, the Menders. I bought a Rocky Horror poster. Yeah. Uh, for the original Rocky Horror show in London in the 70s. Okay. I, I bought a poster from then. Who was in that? Tim Curry, okay. Richard O'Brien. Like, oh. the, the original cast. Susan Sarandon? No, Susan Sarandon wasn't in the stage show. It was... Uh, uh, Julie Walters. I want to say Julie Newmar, but that's not her. Julie, it was Julie somebody. Mary Poppins. Let's forget that bit of the conversation. So I bought that, paid big money for it as well. Vintage mm. poster. Hummed and hard about it, but I was like, oh no, there's no other available. I'm going to buy it. So I bought it and I was having it framed. So I then had to go over to Birmingham because I was having some work done on a vehicle that's appearing in the Parapod movie. So. I went over to Birmingham, and as I got there, um, Joe was trying to call me, and I was passing near where we live, so I went to our house. And when I got there, there was an Amazon um, van, mm-hmm. right, in the middle of my lawn. <laughs> I, well, first of all, I didn't know an Amazon van existed. Well, I, well, it was it was an Amazon person. It didn't oh, right. say Amazon on it. It was whoever their distribution oh, are. just a normal delivery. In the middle of my lawn. Well, they have to park somewhere. Yeah, well, there's a, well I have a driveway. <laughs> well, maybe they didn't... Um, to which she said, well, you should get a drive. And I actually said, and I don't normally swear in them situations. I went, what the fuck's that? Mm. You went right instead of left. Left is the drive. Clearly it's a drive. There's another fucking car on it. Right, okay. And she got so argumentative about it and stuff. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to complain. This is out of order. And she went, it doesn't look like a lawn. I was like, what do you mean it doesn't look like a lawn? I said garden is what I said. Oh, okay. I said, you parked in the middle of my garden. And she went, it doesn't look like a garden. I was like, what, what is it then? It, like, it was really kind of surreal. Yeah, yeah. And I had a big, proper fight about it. Um, and then when she was going, she was making phone signals with her hands. To who? Telling me to phone them. She went, oh, yeah, phone them, phone them. To phone who? Amazon? For me to phone Amazon. All right, okay. To complain. So I did. Did, obviously did do that. And then I said, look, let me show you a picture. You ready? Yeah. You won't believe this. Okay. Oh, yeah, there is a van on, on what looks like a garden. It's got grass, it's got bushes, it's got a tree. I would call that a garden there, or a forest. There it is. There it is. Like, oh, from, yeah. Wide view. Wow. From the, from the door. Okay. Right? So I wasn't, I wasn't lying at all. There's the view outside my house. That is a drive. Yeah, with you can gates. see that. There's These the, are all the pictures I have to take. So she would have had to have drove up there. Oh, she's get... ma- she made an effort to drive oh, into right, the garden. Okay, so yeah, she yeah, did, yeah. She drove... Oh, she's come off the drive to go and park in the garden. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. I see. I know, but it was me that was an idiot <laughs> in the conversation. How did 
That's really weird because I don't drive. See, when I was telling you, you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, when, then when I've shown you, you I've can never, see how ridiculous that is. I've never driven a car, but I think even I would know some pebbles mean just a drive. It's fucked the garden. It's like yeah. doing wheel spins in the garden and everything. It's oh, really fucked it. Oh. So I've, I've been in touch with Amazon. Yeah. And they said, oh, well, it's all right, it's pass your deeds on because this gets investigated. I went, yeah, yeah, of course. Did you I get had, a name? I had nothing at all. Yeah, I did, I did get a name. Right. I asked for a name. Yeah. And she went, I don't have to give you that. I went, well, it's on your, on your name tag. Oh, yeah, good point. Because you read it off a name tag. Um, and Amazon have done nothing so far, mm-hmm. but I've had no more Amazon packages since then. Maybe and, I, and, I've, and I've had l- <gasps> fucking loads. Oh, they've, they've loads. Have you been, they've boycotted you. Well, they took my money. Oh dear. So I contacted Amazon about that. Okay. They give me five pounds voucher oh, so far, but right. still none of my stuff that I've paid for has turned up. By the way. Well, maybe. Have you had an estimated delivery date? Maybe it's just running. Yeah, a bit yeah, late. yeah. Mum was about to be delivered on Friday. Yeah. I didn't get delivered on Friday. I said that. Then it said that it was going to be deli- that I wasn't in, is what it said. And then it said um, going to deliver it on Saturday. Nobody, I was in all day on mm-hmm. Saturday. Nobody brought it on Saturday. Maybe that woman's the, your local Amazon lady. I'm, she's, she's not having it. There's an Amazon warehouse, isn't there? Yeah, I don't know where it is, but there is. One I'm somewhere. sure it's like you can see it from the motorway. It's like on the M1 or the M6 okay. or something. Yeah. So what, you're going to go down to the warehouse, are you? going to burn it down. No, you're not going to burn! <laughs> Stop it with the burning things! There's no burning. I think I'm gonna, because I've I ordered some gonna, stuff. I no. think I'm going to have to burn it down. I've ordered some stuff from Amazon, so you're not burning down but my stuff. But can you see, while I'm at the point now of no. such frustration with a company who make billions of pounds every single year, that. being so disgusting to their customers... Mm. And being so, and stealing from them essentially, they're stealing well, money. Well, no, they are. Well, they are. No, well, they're well, they're fraudulently obtaining money. Well, they, have you had any note about the delivery? Maybe it's they are fraudulently way. on tape. If, if they say, "Give us this money and we will do this," and then they don't do it, they're fraudulently took your money. Maybe you were in the toilet when they came. I wasn't in the toilet, but I, I, I live in the middle of nowhere. I, I, if a mouse moves a pebble in the garden, I can hear it. <laughs> okay. I just think I've had some lovely surprises from Amazon. Well, I've not surprised that I've I just ordered think, them. But, oh, I've, yeah. I've had a lovely surprise from Amazon. Yeah. I saw somebody park the car in the middle of my fucking garden. Well, yeah, there is that. Maybe that is the lady that's the local Amazon for the area. So just burn her down. No, no, don't burn. Stop burning people. Why are you trying to burn people all the time? Because I'm at the end of my tether and I feel like I should just... But why do you go to fire and not ice or something? Well, all right, then I will go to the Amazon warehouse and freeze it. <laughs> <laughs> why? But fire's more majestic, isn't it? It's more, more exciting. Oh, I don't know if it's on... Is it more exciting than... Well, it's more sort of like, yeah, fuck you, yeah. It's a bit final, though. Yeah, no, but that's that's what at the moment I'm searching for finality, aren't I? Mm. I'm, I'm searching for a conclusion. So if my <laughs> conclusion is going to have to be burn down their warehouse, go not jail. Not, I don't, then I that don't is, think there's there's not literally woman drove on my lawn, go burn down a warehouse. That's not there's some. But can we establish that, who's at fault here in, in in the first instance? I would say the lady on the lawn, the lady of the lawn was. Yeah, the lady of the lawn. I mm. I wouldn't even be thinking any of these things about arson attacks and well, stuff. I, I wouldn't be thinking that. If I'm not, I'm not definitely doing it. I'm just You've considering it. You've got matches it. on you today. No. Good. Okay. Um, but there's a shop across the road. I'm yeah, well, get no, I'm if, you annoy, if you annoy me, I'll burn, oh, I'll I'll just burn down the building. I will go to that man say on Mondays, don't have any matches in stock, please. Um, I could probably just go and get matches from, oh. some, from a services or something. No, everyone, no. Um, I can get a lighter and then I can light no, a few no, things in. No I've got a zipper. I've got a front okay. side, bottom zipper. No. Just get some fluid for it and bring that in. When you come in. Opportunist again. There would be no issue, would there? If like like that, I I wouldn't be having all these thoughts, and I wouldn't be angry and angsty and worked up and wound up. And by the way, these are things for the film as well. These mm-hmm. are important things. Some of it's makeup for the film, which is fucking urgent. Okay. Is it ever urgent? I've had a makeup artist, this girl called Jill, in, in the states, has designed them. Took her ages to do it as well. And the longer it was taking, the more me and Barry were like, "Why is it taking us so long yeah. to to work out the makeup to make us look presentable?" You oh, know, okay. Do you know what I mean? It's Just one of them. Get your right shade. 
So I've spent uh, over 200 quid on makeup for the film. Oh, for you and Barry? Yeah, yeah. You've got to wear makeup on film. Yeah, yeah. but a, that's a lot of makeup. And, well, it's not. It's just very expensive. One's oh, okay. like 70 quid. What sort of makeup is it? That's by the by. No, I'm interested now. What I'm saying to you is, is half of it, I don't even have in my possession because Amazon oh, fucking yeah. delivered it and I need it urgently. So I call up? Should, just, should I get someone out there to call the Amazon helpline for you and just try to see what's going on with it? Do you think I've not tried that? Should we no, do, but I, I can it's because you. Because you probably call up and say, I'm going to come and burn you if you I don't, don't send I don't, it. I don't. I have never personally threatened to burn down their warehouse. Okay, good. But I just want it to be tacit that that's probably what I'm going to do. No. Stop. Why, do you have, why is this obsession? I might just drive my car into it. Do you have a gas hob? No. See, I think that's Electric. what the problem is. That's why you've got into fire. You that I don't it. get that. Fit. Yeah, but yeah. I have an open fire. Okay, that's true. So I do start a fire yeah. in my house every day. Maybe it's that. Mm. Maybe I've got used to the idea of just starting a fire. Yeah, so just used to... Like, oh, I am cold. Set something on fire. That's yeah. what I do in my life. So now any other negative emotions that I have, when I go, oh, I am frustrated, I am wound up, oh, I am cross with this company, I think, oh, start the fire. Yeah, yeah. Don't start a fire... Do you, do you have a fire in your garden? Yes. Okay. The other fire in my garden. Yeah. Not in the front garden there, that's okay. where she was. A, um, a hacienda, I think they're called, aren't um, they? I have a uh, chiminera, and I also have a fire pit. Oh, that, oh, that sounds dangerous. Made fire it myself. Pit. I said I made it myself. Did you just fling delivery drivers down It was there? actually made. No, it's not a pit like that. <laughs> it was made because, I'm sure I told you about this, when all the leaves that grow, all the vines that grow up the side of the house, Yep. All just fell down one day. Oh, okay. In one go, like a big carpet just fell off the side of the house. And I didn't know what to do. And I got people around to sort of sort it out, thinking they're just going to cut it all up or whatever. Did you burn them? Came home, no, just came home that night. They just started a massive fire in my garden. Okay, so So now I then got... got loads of rocks and put it around that bit, so mm. it looks now like it's deliberate. A fire pit. That's what I call it. Fire circle. Sounds creepy. Fire pit, fire circle. So you sacrifice delivery drivers. Actually, it's where I take girls to sit by the side of it and I dry the hair. Oh, okay, fine. I'd like to see and this then, pit. Then. And then before you know it, we are banging in the shrubberies. The shrubbery? Yeah. I'm not banging in a shrubbery. I've got a swing chair. Double swing chair. Do you want to bang on that? Not in winter. Can you heat it up? You know, it's just take, take, take. Dogs were barking. Guests were barking. And my wedding was about to start. Dogs were barking. Oh, I went to my coat. Mm. I went over to my coat. Let's well, uh, go, go, uh, go, go, Bordello. Bordello. Yeah. Um, I can't do. Go, my... go, bo- go, Bordello. Yeah, so you can't say it either. Well, it's not true. So it's all right. It? Isn't no, it? Say the first word. Go, go. Bordello. Bordello. There we go. Teamwork, isn't it? Yeah. Like in that B and B. We're joined mm. now on the phone by Daniel M. Jones. Daniel, are you there? Hello, I'm here. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, okay, thank you. Yeah, not not so bad at all. We're getting there. It's been a we've we've struggled through this show. We haven't. <laughs> but we've got to this point now. We've got to now the pinnacle of the show is what yeah, we've got yeah. to. See. That's what we, we were event. considering. Cool. I like being the, in the pinnacle, and it's uh, Goggle Bordello. Oh God! Is it Goggle? It's Goggle. Is it G O G O L? Isn't it? Yeah, Goggle. Goggle Bordello. I love it. I love the the gypsy punk thing. It's awesome. No, same. But is it not Go Go? No, Goggle like the like the painter fella. Goggle, isn't it? It's a G O G O L. Yeah, Goggle Bordello. Can we start the show again? No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've really messed this up now. No, no, it's fine. You're speaking clearly. All right, let's recover it. We'll recover it with a brilliant interview. Because uh, we're speaking about uh, Become the Force, the book that you have out. Yep. Which is nine lessons in how, uh, on how to live as a Jediist master. Mm. I mean, master's very... That's adventurous straight off the bat, isn't it? Well, yes, it is indeed. Got but, um, had one it, first. <laughs> well, you've got to work your way up, but the, the, the idea is, uh, is with the book is that you kind of get to, get to dip your foot in the pool, really, and mm. see if you uh, 
can do all the things that is asked. Well, I um, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Right. I have uh, a full size R two D two in my kitchen. Good man. Built it myself. Really? Yep. I'll, really? Send, I'll send you a picture, mate. It's on my Twitter actually. Go on my Twitter. It's on there. In right, fact, we'll for the last year, there was nothing but me building an R two D two on my Twitter. <laughs> Took over my life. Um, so yeah, so I'm a, I'm a big fan. I've I've always been slightly. Uh, Sneery's the wrong word, but I, I've been sort of slightly like I've always sort of rolled my eyes a little bit when, uh, oh, for Star Trek, for example, when you know when people start speaking Klingon and all that sort of shit, I've, I've always sort of rolled my eyes a little bit when it becomes real life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think because Star Wars is about a, a moral code and, and about a, a following, um, yeah. that it's it probably lends itself far more to the idea of it becoming an actual. Uh, way of life that you, you can utilize it as an actual way of life, and some of the, some of the the rules, if you like, within that are actually quite sound for for you know for good mindfulness and for, and for good living and and to have a good moral code. Mm. Um, so, where, where did your well, what's your relationship with Star Wars? First of all, is what I want to ask you is it is because you're well, you're young, right? You're like twenty one or something. <laughs> I wish How I'm actually thirty one. Are you? Well, it's a misprint then. No, there isn't. You told me twenty one now. Yeah, when he started. When he started, I didn't say. He was, oh, I didn't say, I didn't so say it was miscommunication. Now. You, didn't, it, yeah. you didn't listen to me properly. You guys need to need to read the book and learn some communication. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> right. So my relationship with Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I've been um, I've been an avid fan of Star Wars ever since I was a kid. Um, maybe uh, I don't know, six years old, maybe five years old, and uh, I had the movies on VHS. Actually. We, we were old school. We used to rent VHSs from the video store on the mm. corner, but okay. I rented them out so much I wore them out. I broke the tapes from wow. the video store, and they were, so that was how much I watched them. But um, I became obsessed with Star Wars then, and I've always been um, a big, big fan of Star Wars. You see, because it was kind of like I don't know, it, it was kind of like my go-to thing to watch. Because and it was almost like my obsession for a bit when I was a kid. So yeah. I was obsessed with Star Wars, um, and so that's where the relationship started back then. And I've always had this. I, I, I collected a lot of the action figures. Um, Obviously not to play with, just to kind of stack on my shelf, um, which is a bit weird. But <laughs> it's not. No, no, no. It's, um, like the same. Like exactly, exactly the same. You know, I'd, yeah. I had an original collection which I eventually I sold it for like three hundred quid eventually because it was just taking up room in, yeah, the, in the yeah. loft for too many houses. But I now just have all the hot toys figures. And, you know, so everything's all high end now with me. It's all a bit, a bit ridiculous. But um, yeah. Well, I'm the same. I kind of moved. I had I had a big collection of Star Wars figures. Sold those. Uh, I've still got some old, old uh, spaceships in the boxes and stuff from 1977. Okay. Um, and I've kept those ones. But like, yeah. And I've kind of moved on to different kind of action figures to collect like more high end ones. But you know, that's besides the point. But um, but yes, that was my relationship with Star Wars. But it's always been something that has been very influential in my life. And and I kind of used to watch and get inspired by the Jedi and Star Wars growing up as a little kid because um, so I've got high functioning autism which is a yeah. condition called Asperger's syndrome but with that comes a small isolation through um, socialising and I, I'm not very good at socialising making friends and stuff so my kind of go-to thing was watching Star Wars and kind of learning some cool stuff from these guys but so that's where it kind of interested me and it also interested me because my father is a martial artist and he invented his own um, version of karate, which is not still taught today, but he, um, he anyway, so, so growing, growing up in a household which used Japanese martial arts uh, and all that kind of philosophy that went with it, obviously Star Wars was just a great way to kind of, I don't know, just, just relax and watch something that was still in the same kind of genre, if you like, you know? Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's a really interesting thing with that, though, isn't it? With, like, with, the, with the Aspie thing as well, because it's, um, 
because uh, w- with Asperger's, uh, there's no, com- no definite science with it, but certainly the part of that is that um, certain people with Asperger's um, utilise learned behaviour. So, mm-hmm. so rather than having a natural aptitude for reading signs or, you know, uh, if someone's in a mood, you won't necessarily notice that they're in a mood and th- things like that. So, it's an, so is, is there an element then, in, in kind of what you just said, is there an element of that you kind of learned uh, behavioural lessons from, from Star Wars? I guess so. I would say, yeah, yes, there's an element of that, of course, um, because of those, the way uh, one's brain works with Asperger's syndrome is how it learns is, is slightly different, like you said. So I think there are elements of those things where I'd learn, um, like meditation and, and Tai Chi and things always fascinated me. Yeah. Um, because when I'd seen it, I was like, wow, you know, this is phenomenal. And I wanted to just kind of really just engage my brain with it. So you, you are you are right. And I learned from those kind of, you know, the, 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 the stance of the Jedi in the movies, I kind of learned from that. Um, you know how to be you know the person that what, what what would make because in my eyes that was like one of the not just the coolest things you could could be but one of the one of the more like moral people you could be as being a jedi knight you know yeah like kind of a noble calling really yeah 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 i mean it always to me um i guess in my earlier years it would have been i would have considered it that and i think as i became an adult and became a bit darker and a bit more filthy in my real life that I just started seeing it as really quite a repugnant way of being that I was like I'm not being like that I'm not not having a girlfriend no yeah. chance <laughs> well I think it's um it's, it's subjective as well so how you like um yeah how you interpret things well obviously Star Wars are super strict in their universe obviously they've got like you know there's no um you know no no um they've got the Jedi coating so like no relationships no love and all this rubbish but like on all those things were um extrapolated from real life situations like the Buddha you know he yeah. said like one person who loves 10 people has 10 problems and, and it's how you interpret that and understand it but of course with, with what I did with, with my book and, and, and the movement that I've done with people trying to use Star Wars as a reference point for philosophy or modern day um, spiritual movements um, it's it kind of like it, it's taking the it's taking a viewpoint or a standpoint on that so you can't have relationships and things like that and you can't be in love but it's how you it's how you do it and it's not very not complex, but it's quite large at home, mm. you know. Um, did did you uh, do you have any? Because uh, I, I guess it could be lots as kind of a. Uh, in the first instance, you could look at it as kind of a novelty thing, you know. Oh, he started this church of Jediism, and and people would go, oh, it's the thing from Star Wars, and, and I guess there's a degree of, oh, that's that's funny, that's a that's a nice idea, and all the rest of it. But I guess if you're doing it with any element of seriousness, you know, if there's any, if there's any uh, actual credibility to it in your mind. Um, do you do you, do you anticipate any problems with it? like like because we know don't we from from time in memoriam that that religions in, invariably end up becoming uh, quite a negative force in the world you know they end up becoming quite a, uh, you know they they bring a huge set of their own problems when people interpret stuff and when when people uh, get very religiously militant and religious you know become sort of zealots about it and all that sort of stuff did you ever think at any point that that, that could happen with your religion well, I mean, that's a very good question, um, and to answer it, um, I'll try and answer it the best I can, but, um, you know, re- religion is quite an interesting thing, so we've currently seen religion in, its, in an ancient form, I'm not taking into uh, in consideration, like, realism or Scientology or anything yeah. like that, I mean, like, you know, the classic religions of old, and so they're, they're very um, archaic in their, they're, they're very old and old school, you know, how they, how they see things, so... And religion has been tarnished with those things as well. Now, yeah. religion is like a, a practice of, of beliefs which one um, practices religiously. It's how it gets its name, you know, and that's, that's what it is. But that doesn't make it 
a secular it doesn't have to be dogmatic and so you know religion's a bad term to use for something and what i always try and say to people is that the, the church of jediism the church means the community of people now it doesn't mean place of yeah. god so that's a big yeah. misconception which means community of people so that's not that's non-secular non-dogmatic or spiritual in itself just community of people it could be anything but the um the idea is that it, we don't say you know this is a religious thing and you have to be kind of you know hell-bent on being this type of person it's it's a it's a it's a life improvement a, a, an existence improvement ideology or idiosyncrasies that we put across so that people can say well it's my spiritual mission in life to do this or someone could say it's my religious belief to do this so yeah. it's open to interpretation from the person again it's subjective not objective and i think that it i don't think it will have those issues that the religions do have because we don't implement um, statues uh, like other religions do, and there's no um, strict coding of in or out. You know, it's kind of a hey, this could help improve you. It's a bit, it's a bit of you know, f- uh, life improvement, if you like. Yeah. So I think that's where it differs from most mainstream religions. So, um, so it is so it is more in line with well, I guess Buddhism in terms of the what what we call archaic religions and and it's more, more in line with mindfulness really isn't it and that that sort of absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because the pro- i think and this is one of the things it's like i mean in a nutshell okay and this is very crude but in a nutshell it's it's the idiot's guide to buddhism or you know and yeah, um, yeah. and what that is is because and i studied i had to study all these different types of religions like everything i get my hands on i kind of just um sucked in all this information to figure out where we were going in life and this was the kind of the idea of the book and the idea of what I was doing in this movement is like, where are people going? What are we doing? Are we just like bumbling around in the dark thinking, you know, reading books that have been written over a period of 400 years and, you know, all this rubbish and I'm thinking, goodness, you know, what what is going on? You know, a 2,000-year-old story is the start of most of the religions, but it goes back further than that. You look at Buddhism, Taoism and all this. And the interesting thing is that they're so complex. It's, you know, the Eightfold Path and all the stuff in Buddhism. I mean, to even go into it, I mean, you've... It's like academia, you know, you have to yeah, have a yeah. degree in something to really get it. And I thought, Christ, that's not accessible for anybody. Yeah. And so to me, it was like, how can I make spirituality accessible for the millennial? Because we're all spiritual at heart, because we all care about one another. We all worry about something, a big tragedy happens. We're all like, oh my God, you know, you feel that, you feel it in your heart, you know, you think, oh my goodness. And, and you want to help. And, and those things are, 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 are characteristics of all spiritual beings, and, and, and that shows that we're all connected. So what I did is I kind of took away all the, Bum, you know, mumbo jumbo and all the bump and the rubbish, and just got down to the core details of like, what are we gonna do? How can how can you be the best you can be and help everybody? And that's exactly what I did with the book. And so, in the book, is a very concise um, overview of, of what we're doing. I mean, it, it is more intense, and we do have more intense learning on our website, which will be released when the book's out. But you know, in a nutshell, that's what it is. Um, and I think that's something um, I think it's something to be proud of in the fact that I could actually con- put it into just one book. I mean, I try my best, so hopefully it's concise as, po- as po- it possibly can be. But um, but I think it's good, and I think it's needed because, like you said, religion's got a bad name. And you talk about yeah, spirituality, yeah. people kind of oh, you know, bloody terrorism, and and you know, you've got um, charlatans talking to dead people and all this rubbish. And I think spirituality gets a bad name and a bad rep. But when people kind of reconnect and re-get that kind of idea, and and, and more on the contrary, sorry, I know I'm waffling on. No, but, no, you're um, fine, man. Another another aspect of the book is it's it's knowing it's knowing what is spiritual and we are spiritual beings. Like everybody, pray, at one time in your life, you will always pray. And praying doesn't mean like talking to a man with a beard in the cloud. You know that's not praying. I mean, praying is submitting your ideas or your or your thoughts or your or your emotions to the universe and asking the universe for guidance. And as we know, this universe is vast 
and an example I, put, I talk about in the book is that we are all connected and there's absolute physical proof of that connectivity and I use bamboo as the, as the, as the example where bamboo can be of any age of any geographical location and in any temperature it will randomly flower all across the world and, it will, and there's no regular occurrence so bamboo will all flower everywhere it is in the world at one point every whenever it wants to some random kind of time frame right. and the weird thing about that is bamboo knows it knows that it's connected to the other bamboo so it knows it's time to flower no matter where it is and i find that fascinating and i think you know so get, getting back to to the human um I feel like the human's been uh, uh, encrypted with a bunch of, um, you know, we've been bombarded with bad food, bad diet, overstimulation, understimulation, more entertainment, no spiritual guidance, no, uh, you know, like you said, there's no uh, mindfulness anymore, we've lost our way a bit, you know, we're kind of just, we don't know what we're doing, you know, most of us are on antidepressants, people feeling lonely, people are getting more obese, and then what we do in our lives, so I kind of try to uncode that encryption or decrypt it um, with a lifestyle changeover and a spiritual mind changeover so you conquer your own mind and then you conquer the world and the reality around you um, it's, it's, a, it's a noble idea like it really is I'll tell you what my, my uh, one re- not reservation because it's not necessarily something that I would I'd be com- committed to myself my one fear for it is strangely is the attachment to Star Wars so strangely I think the, the, the ethos you put forward and the, the manifesto if you like you put forward is absolutely sound both ideologically and morally yeah. and, and I think uh, one, of, one of the stumbling blocks within this could potentially be that it's connected to Star Wars in terms of perception so in terms of um, people's perception just just you know people who who randomly come across this or people yeah. who see a poster on the tube or whatever yeah. who would um, d- dismiss it out of mm context you know because it was star wars they'd be like oh it's a novelty book or uh, do do you know what i mean i would say i would be like that because i'm not a particular star wars fan and so when this came about i said to ian and this will be one for you but not for me because i'm not interested in jedis or ewoks or whatever's in the film (laughs) yeah you know jedis or ewoks that's all she knows that's all she knows now you've sold it in a buddhist way i'm like oh yeah i like this but i I also think contrary to what i've just said as well you know on, on the other on the flip side of that coin is it's like well would that then be picked up by a public you know you got you've, you, you go to certain you go to certain paths to get your message out there yeah, or you yeah, get yeah, your, your, your philosophy out there so, so there is a, a, a not shortcuts but you know what I mean it, it's a sellable thing to yeah. attach it to stars so I see it from both sides yeah 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 um, well, I think the one thing we need to keep in mind here and you guys a lot was never judge a book by its cover mm. and yeah, I think yeah. that True. needs to be that is so perfect for books. People always relate it to humans. I'll never judge a book by its cover, which is a bad idea because you could get into a lift with a murderer or a rapist because you don't want to judge a book by its cover, but you should always choose your instincts. But with books, you always need to judge the book by... Not, not, need to remember not to judge a book by its cover. But the reason... It's because the, it, what I'm doing with the movement and the, the philosophical kind of um, changing people's lives for the good through a very simple, non-secular, non-dogmatic movement is that the... Um, it's closely related to it, well it's very closely related to Star Wars and the Jedi universe as in like the, how the Jedis exist within Star Wars so that's my reference point to say you know if I said to you oh you know if I walked into a, into a, an auditorium and said oh look I'm a guy and I want to speak to this crowd but um, I've written this book about this and I explained it like I said to you guys they'd be like well yeah but there's a billion other dudes who've just released yeah, some other yeah. mindfulness book can you get in the back of the queue and I go yeah okay whatever so I go hey dudes I've written this book and it's super like Star Wars and it's kind of like the Jedi's in the universe and I'll teach you how to be a real Jedi you've seen those guys I go yeah I've seen the Jedi's and you go look dude I can make you 
feel like one of those guys, but at the full potential of humans. And they go, wow, this is interesting. So it's a way, and you, you knocked it on the head, you know, it's exactly what it is. It's a way of reaching relatability. So when someone understands, you know, that's the way, I, I couldn't sell it any other way. I couldn't, I couldn't explain it to anybody any other way other than saying, right, have you seen Star Wars? Yeah, have you seen the Jedi? Yeah, well, look, those dudes are a classic example of what I'm trying to produce out of this book. And yeah. so that's why I did that. But I know... I know what you're saying. It does kind of exclude it from certain circles. But in, in a way, I believe that because of the power of the book and what's in it, once you've read it or once you speak to me or see an interview or whatever, then you'll be like, oh, okay, there's more to it. It's not just Star Wars. Yeah. And it's very much, mm. I mean, it's very lightly based on Star Wars, you know, um, obviously because I don't want to get sued. But, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Do you know who else took the, um, the Star Wars path originally, the Jedi path originally, who? Who? Um, in their promotion, in the way they promoted no. what they were doing? Darren Brown. Really? What yeah. did he say? When Darren Brown first uh, became known mm -hmm. beyond what he was already doing, and when we started to break through, um, all the interviews he did and all the press he did were, were uh, promoting, him, promoting him as a real-life Jedi. Oh, That's what okay. it was. So all, the, all his press, very early doors, was all Star Wars related, because it was all about, oh, he, he can do Jedi tricks. That's Jedi mind was. tricks. Yeah, yeah, that kind I know of about that. that. He can do though, can't he? He's good at that as Darren Brown. I know he's a stage magician. No, well, um, I know just, or a mentalist they call it. Something. He's not, he's not, he's not even that. Yeah, yeah. Not even that. He's a stage magician. Yeah, um, magician. I'm not not to dismiss him in any way at all because I really like him. Um, unlike, hey, well, I, you know, what? I, I really used to like Darren Brown, but I I remember um, somebody. I was reading a bit of his book, and somebody, and in it, he talks about humans like they're rubbish. Right, okay. Like, humans they are all stupid. Be a bit rubbish, though, can't and they? it's like, okay, all right, mate, look. You can't talk for the entire race here, pal. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I know some but, rubbish ones, so. <laughs> yeah, I know there are a bunch of rubbish humans in yeah. the world, of course there are, but there's, lo there's more really nice humans that are awesome. So. But maybe it was just yeah. about the main, the main rubbish. Like, yeah, the main the, the, rubbish there are we can't We can't have an argument about whether there are rubbish ones, because, yeah, there definitely are loads. There's at least five. <laughs> at least five that are really At least rubbish. five that I can think really of off the top rubbish. of my head. I think I can be part of this, though, because luckily I've got the qualities needed, which are diplomacy charity wisdom and patience mm. uh, i've got all four daniel so mm. that's all fine can you hear um daniel and even just in the way she said that the passive aggression that no. came through there my and, patience and, and also can you now understand why i would be more inclined to move towards the sith <laughs> well oh. i'd say it wouldn't wasn't passive aggression i'd say it was passion there you go thank you yeah. thank you daniel also yeah. well, can i ask you are daniel m jones aka Morder Heehole. Yes. What does that mean? Where's that from? Is that well, from more the heat. Well, when we first started the Church of Jedi, we wanted to make it fun, and I feel like and one of the things I used to say in interviews, I say, if you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. Sure. So one of the things that we used to do is we say, oh well, we need to have um, uh, Jedi names and and stuff like that because all the Jedi have funny names in the in the in the movies. So we uh, devised a way to come up with Jedi names using this weird um, calculated algorithm where you put in some details and it spits out a Jedi name, and that's it in a nutshell. That will be available on our website. Oh, um, to get a Jedi name? Of, okay, I Yeah, yeah, you'll be able to do that. But currently we don't have it set up. Mm. We used to use a third-party application, but that seems to disappear now off the internet, so we oh. thought we'll make our own one. And it, we, we've got it, and it will be up in a, in a few weeks. It'll be on our website, so you'll be able to go on one. there and just to, yeah, get your own Jedi. But I thought it was cool, because yeah. and one, of the re one of the main reasons for it is because Everything we do is, is online currently. Obviously, off the book is kind of everywhere in all the stores, but um, mainly online. And so to do that, you need some kind of pseudonym or, or online name presence. And a lot of people don't want to put their real name down. I thought, well, what better way to have a pseudonym or, a, or an alias to have a, um, a Jedi name? Yes, yes, very good. Can I ask you about um, uh, the Aspie World YouTube channel? 
Yeah, of course you can. Um, because I'm not, so I'm not familiar with that. So you were diagnosed Asperger's um, in uh, 2013. Yes. Which would have made you what's well, four years ago? So 27. 26. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. So okay. 26. I was 26, but yeah. Um, so how, three. so how was that as a? So my my partner's Asperger's. Yeah. And um, she found out in her very early 20s, so right. very early doors. So, but I, I think that she'd always, uh, as soon as she'd become aware of it as a thing, I think she'd, she'd always thought, you know what, that does sound a lot like me, or that, you right. know, that, um, um, and, and she's kind of, you know, she has, she has a huge philosophy herself around it, and she certainly operates perfectly well with it, and she, it's that awful, I talk about it in my stand-up sometimes, and I, I say a thing that I always feel I have to, uh, validate as a statement because I always say if she was here now you wouldn't know yeah. so I say that which is kind of like that. that's and, and then I have to say I don't mean that 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 counts for anything I'm just trying to explain to people who, have, who I take the presumption don't know a lot about it yeah. I'm trying yeah. to explain that it's not you know she's not going to come in and be you know counting matchsticks on the floor you know it's, it's, it's that sort of thing that's what I'm trying to do when I talk about it yeah, yeah. Um, but I've been pulled like, I said it about the autistic spectrum and stuff and I, I said one gig once it's a strain of autism and they this couple in the audience went fucking mental at me. They were really like going, it's not a strain. What do you mean a strain? And I was like, that's just how I see it. That's mm. how I see the spectrum. It's not, you know. But anyway, yeah. so people do get very hung up on labels and hung up on how you describe yeah. things, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm interested in how someone who was, uh, well, you know, well into adulthood, mm. how that Im impacted, if at all, in, in, in your life, if, if there was any difference in finding out that there was a, uh, you know, a, a, an actual reason mm. for the way you were as a person. It, did that change? Well, yeah, I mean, that's a, it's a great question. And, um, and just to kind of sidetrack a little bit, when you were saying about, you know, when you said like a strain of autism stuff, people kind of going crazy. Yeah. Um, the autism community have this, um, they're so touchy. I mean, I'm part of it, but I'm like, I'm not a touchy, I'm not a snowflake, but I'm saying like, they're really touchy on, on, on how you define something, like, is it a person with autism or is it a person who has autism? Yeah. And those, all those definitions and all those intricate pieces are, are very important to certain people, and that's fine, because I totally understand this. I'll never take offence because of people react to things like that, so I just something just to, to, to put across there, like, they're not being assholes, they're just saying, oh, um, you know, that they feel strongly about it, because I think, you know, to some people who are maybe low-functioning, who have the label, it's their entire life, and it consumes their whole existence, so they need to feel like they they are on top of it, so that's all that comes into it. So I'll talk a bit more about my life and stuff. Um, I'm very aware of it. My parents took me to um, different psychiatrists and, and, and child doctors all my, all my life. Like, in school, they were like, you know, the dude's a bit crazy <laughs> you know they were like basically saying um you know daniel's not very good at, at reading and writing he doesn't really talk to anybody he doesn't play outside he stays indoors um you know and all this kind of stuff but i was very good at like correcting the science lessons because they were rubbish right yeah. um, and, they, and they were wrong the science lessons are wrong and i'm i'm a scientist now so i've got a bachelor's degree in chemistry okay. and so they so i was always very very good at science so i was correct them so they were very concerned about so this highlighted to my parents to the doctors and the doctors were kind of all kinds of stuff like oh he's got um short term memory issues he's got um uh, detachment issues from his parents he's got uh, agoraphobia oh he's dyslexic um he's got bad coordination all this rubbish and all these things you could possibly think just to roll up to, to, into asperger's syndrome but they were all spread out and of course it's back in the 90s yeah. and early 90s there was no diagnosis so that was difficult but coming um, into adulthood and then finally getting the diagnosis was kind of like oh okay that's exactly what it is because 
I've had issues with, with girlfriends, you know, trying to keep relationships because people didn't understand me and, like, I wouldn't want to go out. You know, people like, oh, let's go out clubbing. And I'm like, oh, God, you know, you know oh, let's go out to a bar. It's like, oh, God. And, you know, and all those things scared the living daylights out. I mean, I couldn't go on holidays. I couldn't go to big cities. And I don't like to do these things. And, and uh, you know, all these things came into uh, into fruition. And, and my life was very difficult. It was very difficult at a certain point. You know, I was on, like, depressants and, you know, relationships up and down. It can really keep jobs for a while. I had to hop over jobs. Everything was super emotional. So... It was definitely difficult, but when you get the diagnosis, it kind of you go, oh, sh-, you know. Now I know what know what it is. I know how I can treat it, or at least how I can see it. But the fascinating thing for me was that we didn't know anything about autism or Asperger's syndrome at all until I was diagnosed. And then I was like, oh my god. And the, and the funny thing about it, the irony was that my girlfriend, who I'm still with now, um, she um, she was doing a degree in childhood studies, was specialising in autism. So she could see it, and she was like, oh, my God, you know, and it was just, it was just a weird turning point in my life, but it was, to get the diagnosis was, was fascinating, um, but that's when, I, that's when I started the YouTube channel, because I couldn't find any information from, a, from an autistic point of view of someone who's as high-functioning as myself, putting it out there in an entertaining format, where it wasn't bored to death by watching somebody talk about how miserable their life was, so, uh, you know, that was kind of, um, it was interesting, it was a very interesting time in my life, but um, it definitely did. Asperger's has impacted my life, my entire life, always, always has and always will do. Yeah. But having a diagnosis definitely helps with the understanding of oh, these are coping mechanisms, I can do this. Yeah, well, I, do, do you know what, man? I, I know in certain, like, if, if me and my missus have a row about something or other, there's, a, there's often a, a reminder from her, or, or um, I don't mean in a, in a pompous way in any way, but it's, it's often like if, I'm like, if I accuse her of being uh, thoughtless, or if I accuse her yeah. of being... Um, like there's been plenty of times where I've been like it was fucking it was quite clear that I was pissed off and I have to remember that it wasn't quite clear that I was pissed off so if she says to me are you okay and I go I'm fine then that means I am fine to her do do you know what I mean that means no then he is fine then that's the real doubt whereas I'm saying I'm fine fuck you like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, shit. See, I didn't even get, get what you were talking about then. Okay, so I get you. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah tell you. Of course, yeah, God. Um, yeah, so so that's... Uh, so I think... And I'm learning about it all the time as best I can, and I'm try, you know, trying to get my head around it as well. As is Sheik, you know, it's not it's not been that long a diagnosis for her, really, in, in, yeah. re- in real terms. So yeah. it's... Um, so I think... I've not seen your channel at all. I'll I, I, I tell you what. You should follow me on Twitter, and let's talk. And I can, I can direct you into some really cool videos. And I did a video on relationships... Um, and some relationship relationship hacks. So if you follow me, then I'll DM you, and then I can tell okay, you some. Okay. Well, I, I'll, I'll let you know now. I've deleted the app on Twitter. I'm on a Twitter break at the moment, mm. but so, I'm, I will go back at some point. But <laughs> at, at the moment, just so you don't think that I've, I've not done it today, oh, just, just, just at the moment, I'm on a, I'm on a Twitter break because uh, I've had enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it is a better idea. Go to the Aspie World, it's at youtube.com forward slash the Aspie World. Okay. And then you can, there's an email address on that, like a business inquiries email address. So click on that and just email me and I'll put, I'll put some good videos away. Because it is, like you said, it is a minefield and it's very, it's very, even me and my girlfriend now, she's pretty much a, a specialist in it. She works every day in the field with, with children and young adults on, on the spectrum. And, and the, the, you know, we still have issues. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, it's not yeah like, of course. And, and she, even she needs to, I have to keep reminding her, like, you know, like, Oh, you know, I, I didn't realise that and stuff. And one of the biggest ones, I think, is she's. I've got this, you know, resting bitch face, and everybody on the autism spectrum, their faces, the facial expressions never match what they're thinking or doing. Yeah. So she's always like, "God, you're miserable." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> she's looking at me like, "You got a face like a thunder," and I'm like, "What?" Yeah, so, yeah, and it's it's funny, it's funny, but yeah, de- definitely email me because I'll I'll send you some videos and stuff. No, but, but yeah. in touch. But the thing, thing with my missus is that she's like proper nasty face because she's a proper nasty person. No, she's not, and she's not <laughs> got a nasty face either. She's like really sca- proper scowling. No, really. that's how. 
that's how I see it anyway. No, it's not. Um, listen, Daniel, uh, we've got a wrap up because we're heading towards the end of the show, but it's been genuinely a, a real a pleasure speaking to you, man, and I wish you all the best with it. Again, it was one of them where I, I sort of saw the book and I was like, okay, that's fine, we'll have a chat about that. But, you know, you know, it, it, it did become clear very quickly there's kind of more to it than my dismissive cast over it. Um, Sort of would would lead you to believe it. It looks great. It's, it's called uh, "Become the Force" um, by Daniel M. Jones. And when, when is it released? Because I've got it in front of me six, now. But when's it? Sixteenth, sixteenth of November. Sixteenth yeah, of November, November in yes. the UK, but it's on the seventh of November in the United States. Okay. Smashing! And I guess it's there for pre-order and stuff, isn't it? At the moment, online. Yeah, you can stuff. get it on like Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Penguin. Wouldn't, you can wouldn't get bother, it anywhere. Wouldn't bother with Amazon. Wouldn't no, bother. Amazon. Probably never arrived. No. Probably never arrived from my experiences with Amazon. Oh really? Oh uh, uh, yeah. Uh, that's honestly, another story, that's a whole, Daniel. That's a whole other story. Not for now. Well, I'll sake. come back on the show and we can have a good rant about Amazon. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. We do need to get regular guests. Yeah, we do, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, look, I'm always up for the crack, so you guys can phone me anytime. I'll, I'm, okay. You guys are awesome, so I definitely oh. come on. Bless you. Anything. Cheers, man. Thanks, uh, well, all the best to you, man. Good luck with the book and stuff. Well done doing it, that, and, and you've explained it wonderfully today. So thanks, thanks so much for your time, mate. Excellent, no problem. All right, I'll speak to you again. Okay. Cheers, Daniel. Bye bye. That's mumble, what I do. Mumble, yeah, no, I know. I'm, I'm overtired. I'm uh, stretched to breaking point. Say your words. In my real life, I'm not really <laughs> speaking to people in the daytimes. <laughs> I'm a tip. This is Gogglobadella. Good. Was it Gogglobadella? Gogol Bordello. Start wearing purple, wearing purple. Was that jumping? I don't know. It was a bit jump. Oh, it's a bit jumping. We don't know if it's jumping here or whether it's or jumping it's actually if it's broadcasting it jumping or not. I think I it know. probably was jumping on the system. in the studio that was skipping. Do you know what? I have a feeling the last time I played that we Maybe. had this discussion. Probably need to re- put jumping. it on again. Get a new one. Get a new start wearing purple. Get a new. Go be a Yeah. We've thought this up. What? Why? Seven minutes. Yeah, it's all right. Well, look, Casey's three and a half minutes, which is ours to use. Yeah, and then well, let's just address hip-hop this. Show. Is hip-hop it hip-hop show. show? Is the hip hop show up next? With Sarah, Sarah and Mice coming up um, next. But Casey's tweeted in saying uh, earlier on we said Georgie was spelt. Um, okay, I think we say incorrectly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, how do you spell it then, Ian? Oh, it, it's a bit, bit confrontational. I just thought of the word Gordy and switching the G with a J. Yeah, well, that's that's not how spelling works, no, Casey. Georgie's like, you don't just go. Oh, I just thought of another word that sounds like it, so it's going to be spelt the same. No, Georgie is definitely with a G. Uh, Jordy is G E O R D I E. Yeah, it's Jordy. But again, you know, let me look that up on the online dictionary for you. I guess. <laughs> I'll just spell it for. Well, if you don't well, know, nice having to say I spell she, things. She, might, she or he? I don't know if it's she or he, Casey. But could I may have, yeah, could have um, just put it in Google, spelled it there, Jordy. Where and Google's gone? No, yeah. it doesn't know how to. That's, that's yeah. not a word, is it? <laughs> could have been, yeah. But does it even matter? Um, um, yeah, it's with it's G E O R. D-I-E yeah. is how you spell it so um, but yeah that's do you think that was meant confrontational I don't think I'll so I'll just spell it then Ian I'll just spell it yeah, like, I'm reading that as, I'll just spell it then Ian yeah. you think you know better I'm reading that as well I bet you don't even know how to spell yeah. it either yeah like so I spell it how do you think you spell but it I do. and also why am I having to this is a question for Barry isn't it this is well, how do you spell Geordie? All I said was, that's not spelled right. And then just mm. go, and, go and ask Barry, he knows. Well, Joe's also said... Having uh, his knees looked at as we speak by, by doctors. If indeed he's bothered to go to a doctor's, because he might have got it cheaper. Maybe his local news agent said, do you know what, I can do knees, and I'll do anyway. it for half the price. So he's gone to his local knee agent. What's this? Um, this is a, uh, Joe said that kicking in a revolving door is pretty impressive, because it just swing back round on you. No, that's not how it would work, because once you've made the impact into the glass and the glass has given way, you no longer, no longer have the leverage. No, no, so no actually, longer have the what? Um, what if I had had a stroke? Have you? Do you know what I'm doing at the moment? 20 hour days. Oh. I'm doing 20 hour days, so that's why I'm a bit tired, and nice. that's why. So just let it go. All right, fine. Mumble away. Um, 
I was just explaining that if you kick in the door, yeah. you no longer have the leverage for the actual door to go around. So kicking in the glass of a revolving door isn't difficult at all. All right. He also said that he's he's not had a book. He's had he's had a book not arrived from Amazon for two weeks now. Terrible even English. Though Terrible he English. Had the Prime next day delivery. That I'm reading now. It's on. Yeah, yeah, I've got Prime as well, which I believe I got through this. Didn't I get it through it? No, that was for watching the um, online stuff, wasn't it? Amazon Prime, the free login to watch the free stuff. No, I've got full Prime. Oh, what's I don't know. Okay, fine. Then. Sure, I got it free for a bit. I'm sure it was something they did it for the well, presenters. Yeah, because we, yeah, we work with Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, for the for the online TV maybe that's shows what it stuff. is. Well, maybe that's what it is. Maybe Amazon have gone. They look at my order and go, "Oh, it's he's got a bloody free Prime." Maybe they yeah, they're like, "Oh, get him down the back of the queue, mate. He's got free that. Prime. Him. He's yeah. not paying what is it seven quid a month or whatever maybe. it is." Um, I, do you know what? I don't know what to suggest with that, Joe, because it's it, increasingly in the world, it seems that these big companies, I don't mean Amazon specifically, I mean big companies full stop, like the issues that I had with, you know, with... Um, Nissan. Nissan, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Is they've just kind of... They, they, they no longer care. <laughs> They're not right. bothered. You know, it's like... Not in my book. It's like, well, well what are you going to do? Yeah, it's That true. seems to be what the attitude is. Yeah. It's like, oh, if you're not, what, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> and I think the only... I think honestly, the only thing to do is just stop using them. Like that's really well, where, where that, are you for get me. It from? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? So I could have got any books you can get in a bookshop. True, true. Right now, it, it's more expensive, but there's mm. a huge and a huge other discussion about that, which is that places like Amazon pay, or, or online places kind of crushing the publishing industry a little bit. I oh, know for books, I'd say with Amazon, yeah, it's not yeah, the best yeah. bet. But for your for your makeup, where are you going to get that from? Well, I guess there will be bespoke makeup stores. There will yeah, be you know places so. I'm going to get it. But yeah. a lot of this stuff was cinema specific makeup, you know. Oh so yeah, I, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, but people just won't do that. So I've mm. sort of done it in my life with so like Tesco, for example. I've not been in a Tesco for like 15 oh, years yeah, or something yeah. now, you know. And, and nor shall I ever again. But then I'll fall out with another supermarket, or I'll yeah, fall out with Amazon. It's like, then what do I do about that? Or I'll fall out with Nissan. It's like, then what do I do about that? And it's like, uh, I, I, I don't know what the answer is, other than my, my, the only thing I can think to do is to, is to burn them down. That's no, that, that, no, that, that, that's, that, that, stop saying I've burned them. But they will do, they, surely they'll respond to that, won't they? No, I don't, it, yeah, by you being banged up. If every for a time very long Amazon time, don't deliver a parcel, there's no need if to be, all those people that didn't get a parcel delivered go down there with flaming torches and like, bo- like Molotov cocktails no, and no. stuff, no, they'll still definitely fucking make none sure of that. they deliver. You no, know, they will not. Just the threat of it. They won't, it won't work. The all that will happen is it. that you'll be arrested and you'll never get your parcel, will you? Right, let's put, uh, how about this? If you. Right, we're selling something on eBay. I do that sometimes. Right, so let's say you were selling one of your old dildos or something. Well, I don't know what you do. And don't sell this. Well, whatever it was, whatever it is. Just, I mean, just for parts. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I yeah. don't mean like so someone would use it. That would be mean, abhorrent. I keep but, them. I'm yeah, sentimental. Yeah, about them, if they were too. saying, you know, oh, I've run out of ball bearings from a right, rabbit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, they've worn away. So you go. Oh, I've got some ball bearings in my rabbit, and it doesn't fit, doesn't fit me anymore. Yeah, yeah. So you you know you say, I'll, I'll sell you the ball bearings. Sure, right? sure. So you do that. So um, lady, we presume buys that. Well, we uh, you know she she buys your she your, buys for a tenner. your ball bearings for a tenner. Bid end at okay? ten pounds. She's already horny when she's bidding. Yeah. But you say to her, oh yeah, it's next day delivery. You're next day delivery. Um, but it's a little bit. It's like six quid delivery. But it's, it is next day. You'll have them tomorrow. And she's like, oh brilliant. Okay, I do need mm-hmm. them tomorrow, so I'll do that. She does that because through the transaction, mm. blah 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 blah. You don't send the ball bearings for whatever reason. For whatever reason I that you have, you don't. Have the wrong stamp. I put second class on. Either way, so whatever the reason yeah. is, yeah, no, you've yeah. not even sent it. It's not in her possession. I forgot. The rabbit ball bearings are not in her possession. Okay. Yeah. If she then turns up at your house with a Molotov cocktail already lit. Yeah. Right, ready to throw through your front window. Yeah. 
You would make sure them ball bones are there the next day, wouldn't I you? I would, but you need to stop talking because you're really out of time. Um, I don't even know how that happened. You're like massively out of time. You're now on Sarah's happened. show. Right. Um, enjoy it. Bye. <laughs> if you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.